welcome to episode 91 of Checkpoint Chat. It's uh, it's getting higher and higher. It's the the quarantine episode. The quarantine. There's the higher, Matty Fig. Here's Matty Fig. Yes, every episode I'm just going to We say quarantine episode, but you're still here. I'm still here. Get out of the, my house. Well, we did talk about this that I think uh, this episode, we we hadn't quite figured out a way to record remotely. Mm. Um, mm. But if you go, if you guys are worried, we are we are investigating. Well, I mean, you looked up what, like, is it software yeah, or platforms or there's, there's, there's ways to do... I found this really cool software for Discord that does, like, basically all the work for us. It's like a bot that, like, records every person's audio individually. And then there's a separate add-on that records it outside of Discord so that it's not being, like, you're not getting Discord's processed audio. Mm. But then that part of it was like, oh, no, it's only open to early invites only and uh, like, Fuck, damn it. that would have been so good well, to use on that note have are you a, a discord user at all like in any uh, form or have you used it before i've used it before i don't use it frequently yeah it's that that app i think not that it's not known but i think a lot of people don't actually know its potential yeah it's like that's an example how cool that there's a bot that could do that yeah and it's example. just a bot like, yeah yeah so i mean i've used discord over the last one or two years purely for um gaming online you know mm, with mm. my friends it's a thing i've i've got a discord you join my discord uh we've got voice channels there's also text channels to share random memes or videos like memes. it's a cool, cool place to hang out um but working at home so just up that in my office we've all been sent to work from home as um, you should as as you should yeah um but like which we very much can do all of our work can be done remotely yeah uh, but what we all learned this week is that it really delays some of our work not being in the same room because mm-hmm. there's a lot of back of back and forth for like you need to talk to this person then mm-hmm. chat to that person so we we basically trialing it john michael michael and i were like you know what we use discord in a personal capacity why don't we use it for our team it's like we'll make our own team server and then we've laid it out in a way that there are there are channels for specific projects. There's a lot of chat rooms that we can use as meeting rooms. Okay. And we sort of showed like so half our t- one of our team members was actually on leave yesterday, and another one was busy to the point that he like didn't chat the whole day. Um, but we've shown it to the rest of everyone, and they've like still getting used to Discord because it's not a a simple thing to just jump in and understand. Yeah, it's it, it's but, actually quite like different. Yeah, yeah, it just takes some getting used to. But even yesterday alone, it really helped. On one project, I was able to chat to two other colleagues in the same place, and then we yeah. were able to just jump onto a, into a chat room, and like I could share my screen, and then like Skype does that. But the difference with Skype is that you have to now have individual groups for like every mm, thing, mm. whereas this school just lays it out neatly. So. Yeah, like I'm very pleased to see that it, we've sort of adopted it and I'm hoping we'll continue to use it. I feel like with its like um, like image of being like gamer-centric, I feel like it doesn't get the business. It doesn't, yeah. Yeah, the business acumen that it deserves because it's like we are using um, Zoom, which I'd mm. never heard of until this Is that like a Microsoft week. product? No, or? so it's not. I, now that I've heard of Zoom, now I see it like everywhere and it's like, oh, Zoom is a big competitor to Microsoft Teams and it came out of nowhere type thing. Uh, um, I mean, I suppose it's similar to yeah. to Slack in a way as well. Sort of, yeah. Sort like, of. So I mean, um, Slack and Discord, they've, yeah. they've got an overlap in some ways as well. I feel like Discord just does all the things that a lot of these apps, 
like like Slack is really good for text communication mm. and and like but it doesn't do video as far as I know. Yeah. Like Zoom is mostly just video. Yeah. Like you can chat in there, but it's designed around video, and it's like Discord does all these. All things. of that. Like, yeah, the, the only the, I don't know about like video conferencing on Discord, mm. but it's very easy for me to, for example, share a screen. And then, like yesterday, we were reviewing a presentation. I just shared my screen, and we we're all in the same chat room and talking, yeah. it, talking it through. And so, that's exactly what you need. Like yeah. so we we we've done that over Zoom this week, but it's like Discord could do that like just naturally. So mm. that you know, so would would recommend if you the problem from is home. with Discord <laughs> if you're using it for work application and you want to slack off, it's integrated. So <laughs> you, everyone will see when you're playing. That, oh, good, that yes. good match of Counter-Strike like, in your, oh my God, in your lunch what, break. Yeah. Well, yesterday, one of my colleagues joined. She's like, I can see what you're listening to on Spotify right now. <laughs> I was like, yes, you can. Don't That's judge me. That's <laughs> not okay. I don't want people to see what I'm listening to. No, I was like, uh, don't be surprised if you don't find any, if you, oh, well, if you only find like gaming soundtracks and music without lyrics because I can't write <laughs> when I have people oh. singing in my ear. It's exactly why like um now working from home, I think it was Imran Khan from Kinda Funny tweeted uh it is Imran Khan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um he was like, I'm listening to fewer and fewer podcasts because I'm not commuting anymore. Yeah, it's likewise. Yeah, and he's driving, like, where so. do you listen to your podcasts outside? I'm like, I can't listen to them while I work because it disturbs it, me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Distracts you or disturbs you? Well, it distracts me completely. Like, <laughs> listen to podcasts like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm so. I, I, in general, I mean, there's some small exceptions, um, but most of the time, anything with lyrics, I mm. can't. No, well, if I'm working. Everything I do at work is like writing related. Oh, that's even worse and if, then. Yeah. And if I'm not writing, I'm in a meeting or brainstorming or something. So it's very difficult for me to mm. you know have an hour an hour and a half long podcast to yeah, I know. <laughs> see my day out whereas Lenska for example she she often listens to podcasts and TED talks and I'm mm. I'm often gobsmacked I'm like holy shit like how do you do this but then she says like no if I'm doing like busy work or design work it's it's not the same thing like I can mm. sit and do whatever I'm doing and it's like doesn't distract me at all it becomes part of like what I'm doing or it's like almost a background thing I thought I thought because I'm mostly doing programming I thought that'd be perfect for podcasts but mm. what ends up happening is I either listen too much to the podcast and don't work enough or while I'm programming I zone out and then I'm like wait I <laughs> I wasn't focusing on what they were saying so the I'm string just, is not working what did I do yeah exactly so it's just Look, I, I pride myself on being able to multitask and I'm adamant that I'm the sort of person I can be on my phone and you can address me and I'll <clears> hear you and I'll acknowledge you and still talk to you while like typing a message. Yeah. And I think that is something that comes from gaming because I'm used to talking to someone and like Especially with your, your, game your, or, your, your Twitch stuff. I yeah, mean, I'm sure that. That, that's the thing that actually takes getting used to. But when it comes to listening to music, whatever, and trying, like I can't. Mm -hmm. You have mm -hmm. to focus your attention on one or the other yeah there's no way to split it i do i don't well i like listening to either like a lot of video game music or not heavy rock but like rock with a good like doom soundtrack but mm. like alternative rock like good. yeah but i mean as long as there's no singing it can be instrumental oh, or whatever I can listen there i can kind of listen to singing because then yeah, it's like i'm not really focusing on the lyrics it's just like noise because you can't hear the lyrics yeah. it's just screaming you're like oh what exactly <laughs> yeah i'm listening to a lot of system of a down lately and it's pretty good pretty pretty no, funny so mad how me i'm just gonna 
judge you on your music taste. I like, I, I like them. It's <laughs> sort of like commercial metal, but it's great. <laughs> commercial metal. It's real good. Hardcore metal fans like, oh, system yeah, of God, a down. How dare yeah. you? I'm only into they, hipster they, metal. They're the nickelback of hardcore <laughs> of heavy Fuck, metal. I wouldn't be surprised if people actually say that, to be honest. I'm sure you would get people who say yeah. that. <laughs> but they're pretty good. And I like that Search Tenkai, and he's good. Good yeah, man. Good, good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Um, Joe, this is... Uh, working from him has been interesting, but... Uh, Let's check my chat. Mm. We talk about working from home. Talk about working and from we'll, home and video games. And and we'll be podcasting from home, potentially. Well, we figure I out always podcast solve. from home. I mean, huh. we'll be podcasting <laughs> exclusively from our own homes. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you saw in Rosebank, but there was a podcast studio there that you could pay for. In Rosebank? Yeah. Yeah, no, I've, so I've seen one at the box at uh, twenty seven boxes. At so a, similar, similar. Yeah. yeah. So I saw the one at Rosebank, and it was like you can pay to use the studio. They even have cameras set up, so you can mm. pay extra for that. Or whatever. I'm like, man, that business model must be fucked right now. Yeah, a lot of. Yeah. I think what what Corona has taught a lot of people is, I mean, like if you stop and think about it, it's, it's actually quite terrifying to think how many businesses just can't. Yeah. Lo- like small exist restaurants. Yeah. Like, but I think like. What I was telling Lenski yesterday, it's because, I mean, you talk about it, it is worrying, but it's the sort of thing like the world's had disasters before. I'm like, mm. we've survived two world wars. And like, mm. at the time, it must have equally been like, oh my God, like everything's gone mad. Mm-hmm. And although mm-hmm. most of the war happened in Europe, for example, it still impacted the whole world. Oh, yeah, because like yeah. the economy for the world, like, completely dies. Yeah, yeah. But, but what I quite like with situations like this, if you want to find a positive, is that you will find there are entrepreneurs or very smart people who find ways to problem solve things. Yeah, that is and true. And what's cool is that when this thing does eventually sort itself out, you never know what sort of innovations will come about that we might integrate into everyday life. But like, how do we live without this before? Mm, mm. It's like, my example was Uber, mm. like five years ago, let's say maybe even less or more, whatever. You'd never have thought to pull out your phone and like summon a cab and climb in, whatever. But someone made that connection, and then like it's an everyday. It's like I, thing every now. every E3 I've been to has Uber, and I'm just like how trying to imagine the before time this? beforehand. Yeah. yeah, just like how how did this work? With I mean Uber? that that's how tech and innovation works. Like Spotify, for example, or Netflix, all these mm. streaming things. Like we didn't have them before, and it came about from some sort of need. So yeah. yeah. My thing is like small restaurants are suffering, but you never know, like, I don't know, is delivery going to be like just a guaranteed thing across mm. everything? Is there going to be a new way to do it? Like, oh, We went to Rokumama's the other day and um, we, oh, what did we do? We, so normally we go in and order there and then just wait. Mm. And they were like, hey, appreciate it, but please next time just phone in your orders so you can come in and pick come it up. Come collect and it, be, yeah. Like get out of here quickly. Yeah. So it's so, like they're adapting, but yeah. support your small local yeah, 100%. restaurants, especially because they're the ones that are going to suffer the most. Like you better be uh, fucking Lenska supporting Frankies. Yeah, no, that's exactly Franco's, what, yeah. what Lenska said yesterday. She's like, oh my God, I'm worried about Franco's. I yes. Like, it actually never dawned on me, but then I thought, you know, they've been there a long time. I think they will figure out a way. Like the community loves that place. Mm. They'll find a way to make it work. I think, like, I don't know. I hope they do. I hope they find like a delivery service and then people just go, cool, I'll, mm. you know, if I'm going there once a week, I'll make sure I get delivery from them get once a week. Get delivery once a yeah. week, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that's we'll the see. problem. People at home, they go, oh, I'm not going to go out as much. I'm not going to order as much. And then the <laughs> restaurant suddenly sees like a dive. You know? Yeah, well, our local fruits and veg, we thought um, when we were, we were all self-isolating, like literally none of us were going out. Um, 
we thought, well, it would really help if they delivered it. <laughs> and Lenska phoned and someone answered like, no, we don't do delivery. Bah. And it's oh, like, but I think... just straight up like, no. No, but I think, I mean, it's just like Monday. So a lot's actually happened in the last week alone. If you think about it, the president's address everyone like last Sunday. Okay. And how much has it really changed since then? Like new regulations in place. until carte blanche was done to come up. <laughs> it was like, yeah, let's, let's go. Um, so at, at the time, the fruit and veg, maybe they haven't made the connection of like, you know what? People aren't mm. going to come shop. Maybe mm. we should serve the local community and have deliveries. Or, mm. Yeah, it, it was know. true. It's, it was after that address because I felt yeah. like, especially, well, at Discovery, I'm not going to say they weren't taking it seriously, but there was like, it was after Sunday that there was this impetus of like, okay, we, mm. we need to do something. Yeah. So I think that was a that was a big wake up call for the country. Yeah. And thank God he did it then because like since then, the numbers have just increased. And I mm. think if we hadn't had a, an address from the government then, it would have been like It'd a be bit more worse. panicky. Yeah. Oh, more yeah. panicky. And I think there would have been more cases already. But they've done good yeah. things. Like they've dropped the interest rate by a percent. They, mm. They've got bailout money for small businesses. Yeah. Um, SA is fucked. Yeah. SA is so. Did you see they banned flights until the end of May? Oh, uh, SA, yeah, yeah, yeah. SA is fucked. Like yeah. there is no coming back from. Yeah, yeah I, I think drop that airline in an ocean. Goddamn. Yeah. Air- Sell off all are... the planes. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah. Uh, it's checkpoint chat. Second time we talk about video games. Yeah. Sorry. Pleasant <laughs> video games. All right. Corona will come up again. So yeah, video Corona games. Will come up again. <laughs> Sexy. I've already seen someone cosplaying as Corona. I'm just like. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> this is horrible. I hate this. What was their cosplay? Were they just like <sighs> a, a, a cell? Like it was a, like it was like they took the colors of the, uh, like the scientific rendition of Corona. Uh, <laughs> it is like the green and red, and I was just oh like, why? Rage twenty twenty, the cosplay winner, coronavirus. Ha- ha- Halloween, sexy Corona the costumes. Sexy cro- oh my God. <laughs> Slutty Corona costumes. I can't even imagine. Fuck's sake. <laughs> but it'll happen. People are Some, someone will be smart and just dress up as like a sexy corona beer. <laughs> a corona beer. Oh my god. Yeah. Um Video games. Video games it's been a busy week for video games. Uh, yeah. We haven't played the Doom Eternal yet. We have nope. the Doom Eternal. So we've got a code yesterday. I don't mm. I I was very silly actually, because we got the code like I suppose. Some it was a Thursday, a Thursday or Friday when you got it. Mm. And I just never got around to redeeming it until like 9 p.m. Mm. I was like, I, I really messed up because I could have been playing this now. Yeah. So by the time it was installed, it was after midnight. I was like, I'm tired. <laughs> no, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah, we've got it on PS4, which is, I mean, I'm not bemoaning a review sample mm. of a game but like that uh, is the one game I'd love to play with. Well, it's going to be interesting because yeah, like I agree with you when it comes to like I have no issue playing something on PS4. Where did you play 2016? Uh, on PC. Yeah, so that's exactly. my thing of like, I play that on PC. I loved it. What's it going to be like? It'll, it'll probably be absolutely fine on controller. But oh, yeah. Doom is a thing of, depending on your difficulty and how like mm. how you play the game, the point is to be accurate and like blaze through every level. And I've seen with- a lot of people saying that you should play on a difficulty higher than you used to like mm. everyone's saying oh normal's fine but you should try hard because that's where all the all the new systems feel like in Necessary, tune with one yeah. one another yeah yeah i i actually think it might be quite useful on a controller because I've, I've watched one or two gameplay videos since the review embargo dropped and like there are a lot of buttons for all the different abilities mm. now it's on a keyboard like way be. more than 2016 mm. so it's like huh 
How this might work? be a bit yeah. weird on keyboard, especially if you've got to do it super quickly. But mm. then I think about like flicking my aim and I'm like, mm. oh my God, I'm going to miss that so uh, much. I mean, you know, they always address it on console. There will be course, some... Yeah. some I mean, I've, seen, I've seen gameplay videos on console or... people flicking around like, <laughs> like crazy. Whoa, so. these people should play esports. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and and that said, like when it comes to games like Call of Duty, I prefer it on console because I'm just better mm. with it. Th- that's mainly because the people online playing Call of Duty are with the mouse and keyboard. That's just, just really too good. good. I just yeah. I mean, you with your uh, kind of strike acumen. No, well, it's John Michael. Michael's actually telling me. Um, because we played a fair bit of Battlezone. I mean, not nearly as much as you, but we've played... Not Battlezone, like, Warzone. Uh, Warzone, sorry. Um, yes, you're fired. God, I'm fired. <laughs> we've played like maybe two hours, three hours. Okay. But you're he was telling on me... PC? On PC, yeah. Okay. But he was telling me that just from having the last shooter he's played a lot of is Counter-Strike. Mm. And he found himself doing terribly because he'll aim at a person's mm. head and then instinctively drag the mouse down, which is very much a Counter-Strike thing because the aiming is like the recoil, the... You know, your gun starts shooting up, yeah. whether you realize it or not. Where it's Call of Duty, it's a little, well, a little, like a lot more forgiving in that. Yeah, the guns more. are way more accurate than you give them credit. Like way in more. real life, you probably couldn't fire a weapon like no, that. No, no, no. Okay. No. So he finds himself dying because he shoots at the head and he instinctively just drags down and it's like there's less damage well now you're just shooting at the feet yeah exactly of, yeah. you know your bullets aren't actually still you know going up towards he's the like reprogramming or, his muscle memory. Yeah, yeah so it is a thing of like oh my god <laughs> but yeah are you enjoying on, warzone on, on warzone yeah i mean we can talk about that it's mm. it's i'm enjoying it but we've been chatting and like while it's good i find that there are still things about it that i'm not fond not 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 fond of but that mm. I think don't work as well as like to me Apex is still maybe the pinnacle I agree um, battle royale it's my favourite battle royale I think it came out at a play in a time when it saw what Fortnite and uh, PUBG were doing and it Mm. addressed a lot of those concerns with for example like there's there's a proper pinging system there's like a neat armor system there's a proper loot tier system just on the pinging system warzone has its pinging system it it doesn't feel as intuitive and not nearly as tailored and especially on console like on i mean you've played apex on ps4 Mm, right i've played on both yeah so so like on apex you click in the left stick mm, uh is it i don't know what what you click in a stick to ping I swear I you do. Think I actually. Can't or it's remember. on a button that's a bit more accessible. Yeah. So what what is it on PS4 to ping in, in Call of Duty? It's on the D-pad. I know. Yeah. So you take. Your, you like, have to take your thumb off. Exactly. I think on Apex it might be a shoulder button. I stand to be yeah, corrected. Yeah, it might be a shoulder button, but I or a click. I can't. I can't recognize it. The click is sprint. So, mm. but it is. I I do. Hmm. Is it clicking on the right stick? It might be that. It actually. might be. Yeah. yeah. I, I seem to remember it being a click, but I, I do know that it was like as soon as I played Warzone and it was like, oh, press up on the D-pad, I was like, this doesn't feel it's, good. It doesn't make sense because if you if you're aiming with your left stick, for example, mm-hmm. you're watching an enemy run in the horizon, you have to like aim on them, then push. I can't take ca- your thumb I can't carry on moving. Yeah. If I want to ping, I have to stop moving. <laughs> And I find that fewer people ping mm. specifically because of that. It's not as, especially with like loot, it's like I can't just look at a piece of loot, ping it, move quickly. I have to mm. actively stop. Like it's not, it's weird that just a control scheme thing is making the system yeah. actually kind of worse. I mean, you, you could remap that essentially, but just in terms of the, like even if pinging is fine, I find that Apex is 
the way it contextualizes everything is way better. It feels mm. like you can click on any random item. Your character will be like, oh, like this door's open or whatever. I don't know yes. if Call of Duty's got that same level of detail. It does sort of, but I feel like I feel like it's a bit less forgiving with the... Uh, I found when I'm trying to ping enemies, it will often like ping uh, pieces of like ground just before it or pieces behind them, like not the enemy. And I find in Apex, it, it's it, like it very, very tracking. Yeah. So in voice good. chat, like there's an enemy there and your character in games like, there's a patch of grass here. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> like okay, no, cool. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. No. So in terms of the pinging system, like it's cool that Warzone has mm-hmm. it, but Apex is just like so much yeah. better. But then like another thing, so in war in Warzone, if you guys don't know, it's got like a, a currency system where yeah, if cash. well cash, yeah. So you you can loot a building and you'll find weapons and stashes of cash. Mm-hmm. If you kill enemies, mm-hmm. you'll pick up cash. And you use this cash for num- in a number of different ways. Like uh, one being, if your teammates die, you could pay to have them respawn yeah. in the game. Yeah, which is fun. Like I think that's a cool mechanic. I kind of love it. Yeah, because in battle rails, like one of the uh, inverted commas bad things is like if you die you kind of out but then mm. again apex address that by being like no no grab the beacon you mm. can still mm. have a shot okay but in i think of, in apex you can only do three times is there a limit to it i swear I there's, a limit, there's a limit i mean there's I, no limit I, I, in good, Warzone, good luck sorry. good luck trying to get Ex- exactly three revives even three general, revives yeah. is like pretty like yeah. intense yeah but in in Warzone, you can also so you can spend this cash to also like get uavs or mm. like that sort of stuff but Kill one streaks, yeah. yeah one thing that it you can get and it doesn't cost that much because the thing is you can share currency between your team teamies yes. you can pull all your money together to get a supply drop yes okay so the supply drop essentially you can run up to it and you can get a loadout that you've done outside in the main menu mm-hmm. um and that to me like while i i can appreciate it because it's a thing of like if i respawn we could get a supply drop i'm back in the game no issue but it also completely eliminates that charm of in Apex or even Fortnite or uh, PUBG of you looting a building being like, oh my God, there's a golden weapon here. Yeah. Like it completely elim- eliminates that. Part of the, like, I know it can be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not like dull or meaningless. Like, no, but but I think dull is so, the right word. So like, 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 but in terms of looting, like some people might find the looting phase of the game yeah. like boring. And I agree, like sometimes it is like, oh my God, like I'm spending 10 minutes looting up just to go die mm. but sometimes it can be a, a, you get a thrill like holy shit i can't believe i found this weapon mm. i'm so excited to use it well i died oh my god you know? no i i i, com- I agree 100 percent. Mm. it was like the um it was the main criticism i had in my uh review which uh, have you, have you published your review yeah, now yeah. What, did you do what did you actually end up giving it uh, seven you? okay yeah yeah a lot of people <laughs> It was one comment. It's like, this is a stupid review. Should be eight at least. I'm like, are you fucking <laughs> oh joking? God. Like, you're giving me so much shit off one point? Anyway. I think, look, I've, I've hardly played it, but my initial thoughts, I think seven, 7.5 is like I, I, sort of I, I started I on an eight and then, like, because I, I give the score after I've written usually. Mm. And then I asked for feedback on that. And then some people said, read like an eight some people said it read like a seven and mm. then i looked at it again and i was like oh, this actually feels like a seven, a seven so, yeah. yeah i mean it, and, and again seven's not bad seven's not bad seven on games scale is good <laughs> it literally says good yeah. like good not great it's good mm. but anyway this loadout thing i agree 100 percent. i think it's firstly it's too cheap 
Yeah, like, it's like incredibly it's way cheap. too cheap. Yeah. I've brought down a loadout within like three minutes in a game mm. before. Um, looting just by myself, not even yeah. pooling together. Because if you drop somewhere in like storage town where there's so many chests, mm. like you can build up, I think it's what, four? No, it's six and a half thousand. Yeah. That's like four or five chests. Yeah. Easy. Um, and then I think the problem with it as well is that it gives everyone on the squad a loadout. Mm. I think if it, yeah, if, I think if, if it was one, a single use, it might mitigate it quite more. Yeah. But it's like you pull together six and a half thousand, and mm. suddenly your entire squad has a kit. Yeah. It's like I agree. It shifts the focus from looting um, and being like scrappy. It's like mm. oh god, I'm ready. How many times have you played a battle royale, especially PUBG? <laughs> which I kind of loved it. It was like, you're going to buildings, you're going to buildings. You're like, I cannot find a good weapon. But I've got a frying pan. Yeah, I've got a frying pan or I've got a shotgun or I've got this like SMG in this field where a sniper will put me yeah. from. It's like making do with those things is the charm of the battle mm. royale. I love that like, it feels so good when you get a kill like in Apex with the fucking Mozambique because that's all you have. And it's yeah. like, oh my God, I can't believe I actually killed happened, someone yeah. with this thing. And that dilutes it with here when it's just like people bring in assault rifles kitted out assault rifles and then like thermal scoped snipers and that's well, all everyone but is that's using. that's another concern in that if you play uh apex or PUBG or fortnite there's no elements of it that like an experienced pl- well an experienced player will have the edge over you purely based on the experience not based on perks or unlocks or yeah. anything so in call of duty we've spoken about loadouts and those loadouts can be tailored based on how often you play with the weapon. You'll level mm-hmm. it up. If, yes. Am I correct? Because yeah, yeah, I actually yeah. haven't. Yeah, weapons level up and you unlock scopes you, and you things based scopes on how many and, times you use that weapon. Yeah, and then yeah. you get you can get certain perks based on your level. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm a zero, uh, zero, a level one player. So if you, if in, you don't own Modern Warfare and you never played the multiplayer, yeah. now you've got no scopes I've, for any I've other weapons. I've got nothing. So yeah. I land in, like, cool, I get a loadout, but my assault rifle is stock standard. And it'll but take a while to on, upgrade it. Yeah. On, yeah, on the other side of the map, there's a dude who's played Call of Duty for like a year now, whatever it is. They they get a loadout in the same frame time frame. Mm-hmm. They've got, like you said, a thermal scope. They've got all the perks that I don't have. Mm. And it's like, it that's, feels unfair. Means, that's unfair. Yeah. Like, it straight up is unfair. Mm. Like, a scope's not going to make me a better player, but it certainly helps when it's a of thermal scope. Yeah, especially especially when, you, when you've got the mode. Like, I appreciate that Warzone brings in all my stats from multiplayer mm. but i get that view where it's like this is a free-to-play game yeah if you're playing against people that also like oh i like this weapon i'm gonna play matches in multiplayer where i get way more kills mm. and level up this gun way quicker you know if you're just playing warzone the, the odds of that are like it's much much smaller slimmer, yeah and then it also like i feel like when you're playing apex and you're playing you know fortnite as well there's such an emphasis on patches because mm. it's like this, especially in Fortnite, it's like this weapon is getting vaulted. So it's mm. getting taken out of the game temporarily yeah. and we're adding this. So it shifts the meta. Yeah. With this, this like the meta is all over the place because mm. like the meta is governed by what players are bringing into the match, not what the match has for mm. players. Yeah. Because you have the set number of weapons on the map and you can play a lot of Warzone and memorize like, oh, he's shooting me with this gun. Oh, he's shooting mm. me. Now you have no idea. Yeah. Because... It could be any weapon in the game yeah. that is not specific to Warzone. Mm. So it's like it's very hard in Apex. You know when you're getting hit with like a big sniper, or yeah. you know when someone's got the um, uh, what's that submachine gun? Anyway, 
like you can tell like, is, if, yeah. if it's suddenly just like weapons that people can bring out it's it's mm. weird i it is the single part of warzone because warzone like we're bagging on it big time but yeah, i but actually it, like yeah warzone so I was, I was just gonna say like although i mean these are just our criticisms yeah. but on the other side of the coin it's it's a Call yeah. of Duty shooter and it is a lot of fun. It's a, like, it's a no ton doubt, of fun. It's like, a lot of fun. I played it all of Saturday and Sunday last week and mm. the loadout thing is the only thing that bugged me to the point where I was actively not using it because mm. I was like, this is actually diluting my fun. Mm. So I'm going to play it, at, you know, I'm not going to, I'm probably going to struggle against people who can see me from miles away with a thermoscope, yeah. but like I'm enjoying the time. Mm. But um other than that, yeah, the game is really good. Yeah, I think I mean, the the emphasis on respawning is awesome. Yeah, no. So I mean, on that note, so I do still tend to favor Apex, but there are a lot of things in Call of Duty that I think they're trying, which I really do enjoy. So one, like we've mentioned, is a respawning thing, and one thing you touched on last week was uh, the, the gulag. The gulag. If you mm. so if you die in the game, you're not immediately out. Whatever you get put into the gulag, and you have a one-on-one -on -one match with someone else, and if mm -hmm. you win. You come back into the game, mm -hmm. which is like it doesn't make sense in the con. Like no, not at all. In real life, it doesn't make sense. You die, you die. Yeah, <laughs> but in this game, it's like no sense, yeah. you die, you go to prison, you have a one-on-one -on -one battle, and it's it's just a fun thing because it adds another element of it. And like, holy shit, I'm out, but I have another shot to getting back. I, I also find like, how many times did you play a battle royale where you've looted, 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 you get killed, and you're like, oh cool, back to the menu. Yeah, you basically didn't menu. fire. So like, even with the gulag. Like, even if that happens to you, you have a chance to fire a weapon at someone. Mm. You have a chance to. Yeah. So, I feel like it always gives you, even if you lose that that match, mm. like, you have a chance to do something. Yeah. You know? um, I also just like the emphasis on being able to respawn pretty quickly and easily. Mm. Like, I've had moments where we've, like, squad wiped, like, a squad um, yeah. somewhere and, like, I'm still in the mode of like, cool, I'm going to look at all their weapons and loot. Mm. And by the time I've done that, they've all they've, come back. they've all won like life back in the gulag and come back and then they've mm. killed us. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah, you got to be careful. This See, changes but, the whole way I think of how death works in a battle So in that, in that context, like I can appreciate a supply drop because it is mm. like if you die and to come back and like reloot, it's like you are going to be at a disadvantage. Oh, whereas yeah, 100%. the supply drop is like you can back and get back in the game immediately. If you get enough money. If yeah. you get enough money. Yeah, but it's, it is like I get what they're trying to do. So some of it I feel like it hits real well, but some of it it's like, oh, it's mm. like I don't know how mm. you would address it, but I don't quite like it. They just it, need to balance it a little bit. So yeah, yeah, that's my thing is like it's it's only just come out. Like um, I am curious to see what are their plans moving forward. Like how do they patch it? Do, mm. How do they address? Because I mean, I don't think we are alone in some of these criticisms no no i've seen a lot of people saying that so, the loadouts is a problem i mean so. do they turn around and be like you know what like no loadouts no loadouts or like everyone gets access to everything for example i like, think i, I think know. for now the easiest way to address it before they think of a more meaningful change is to limit it to one person yeah don't let the whole that, squad that's, take that it, to me yeah. is like a fair because fair then instead of six and a half thousand like it's to like, get everyone kitted, like you have to get 20, three times yeah which means people have to loot more mm. which might not fix the problem completely but i think it fixes it in uh, the early game it balances a lot yeah. more so that, I, that's something i could see them doing I, I will say though that winning your life back in the gulag when you're playing solos because i activated solos uh, uh during yeah. this week that shit is hard oh, really? oh my god because i the number of times i've i've come back and i like try land somewhere especially if you you're winning back life like in the second or third circle i find mm. 
the circle closes extremely aggressively. Like, yeah. It's very quick. Mm. The matches are very quick, which I kind that's, of like. That's cool, yeah. yeah. And the circle closes extremely quickly. Because that map's really big. It's huge, yeah. But it's, the spot it's like that's... like size almost. Yeah, yeah. but the spot that's... It, the games go extremely quickly and also because there's 150 people mm. i feel like the map is very populated yeah um, it's super populated so yeah you die in that circle extremely quickly so you don't mm. want to be caught but man i've i've bought back life like when there's like 30 people left in a solos and i'm like oh, dropping no. and i'm like i cannot find a weapon <laughs> a i just can't <laughs> like i i felt so good the one match because i i was running through a building and i heard someone so i hid in a corner and I waited and this guy came and I killed him with a pistol and he was <laughs> kitted. He was so, he didn't see me. So, he was like, so confused. Yeah, he was so, and he was kitted and he, over voice chat, he was just swearing. He was just like, fuck. <laughs> you son of a bitch. And I just had all these weapons again and I was so happy. That's like, awesome. Yeah. So the, you see, those are the moments that I, I love. Mm. Like those scrappy uh, dynamic moments that like if I called in a, a loadout, uh, uh, yeah, I'd be robbed of, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, but all that being said, the game is good. Yeah, no, it wasn't good. But I do think uh, there is good. There are rooms for. They are the shooting's wow, good. I cannot mm. speak. There's room for <laughs> improvements and tweaks. Yeah, no, no, yeah. there's room. The shooting's good. Plunder is a waste of a mode. I think. I, what is plunder? Plunder is that alternative mode. Um, so it's not battle royale. It takes place on the same map, and the focus is like to to like loot a lot of cash. Yeah. So it's like um, you you and your team get a lot of cash on your person, and then you take it to drop points to like bank it essentially. Because uh, okay. if you get killed, then you drop that yeah. money. Um, I don't like it. I think it's boring. Mm. I think each match often takes it's time limited to thirty minutes, or till uh, the first team gets to long. a million. Yeah. And yeah. The matches feel way too long. Okay. And they mark the leaders on the map. So what ends up happening, as far as I can, you know based on the matches i've played so everyone just focuses on that on that yeah and you end up just having one portion of the map that stays like the firefight for the entire game yeah and it's just mayhem it's yeah. just like 150 people shooting from all different directions <laughs> come like it feel it feels like the warm-up to uh, the battle yeah. royale except now okay. there's actually stakes to it it's oh I, I don't like it at all yeah. i think it's bad i'm i'm just giving it a bash i didn't even realize there was another yeah, no, Mood. Yeah, no. I played a bit of that and I was like, mm, nah, fam. No, no. I'm going to no, go hard, hard with my pistol in the corner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, that's that's, that's cod. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. What else you been, been jammed? So I played, played the <clears throat> Resident Evil 3 demo this week. <gasps> and let me tell you, I'm excited for that game. I mean, always have been, mm. no doubt about it. But the demo is really like a vertical slice that happens. I, I don't know. Like, if I compare it to the original game, it's probably. It's not time limited like the Resident Evil no, 2 demo. No, which, which I actually completely forgot about. So I was streaming a lot of people saying like, is there a time limit? And I was like, oh no, like there actually isn't. Yeah, the you second just, one was very time limited. You can yeah. just take your time going through what it. was the so, second one an hour? Hey. No, I think it was way shorter. It was like half an hour, 20 uh, minutes or 30 it minutes. 20 minutes. It was 30 minutes, way yeah. shorter, yeah. Oh, maybe, I, I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, whereas this is like a vertical size. I'd say, like I don't know how, how the storyline is in the remake, but... Based on the original game, you may be like a quarter of the way through, maybe a third of the way through. Okay. So you, it sets you up that you start in a subway station and you have to help bring the train online to get mm -hmm. it moving or whatever. Um, and you've got access to, I'd say, maybe two or three streets with a couple of buildings. Um, but just just this demo alone shows like how different this game feels to Resident Evil 2 where 
although there's a lot of overlap in that. So Resident Evil 2, we know it's, you're in the police station, mm-hmm. like very claustrophobic because you're in these narrow corridors, mm-hmm. whatever. But it feels like despite being out in Raccoon City now, like out in the open, there's still tons of like very narrow alleys. And if you are on a main street, they just have what feels like a lot more zombies to make uh, a lot So you have to navigate You your have way. to navigate yeah. it. And, but I mean, and you're the, not killing all of them because you don't have the yeah, ammo to do it. Yeah, so they do mitigate that and they give you tools to address. Because I mean, like it's not fair to just throw 4 million zombies at you and give you the same ammo count, for example. So what you will find in Resident Evil 3 based on this demo is that there are a lot more red barrels, for example. Okay. But then it becomes a thing of... Like, do you use a red barrel now or do you wait for Nemesis to show up and you mm. say so you bank it for if he's chasing you? It's like a way Because once you've you used it, you've used it. Once you've used it, you've used it. So, like, I use most of mine, no problem. Um, and then when Nemesis popped up, I was like, oh, shit, like, <laughs> no, I just have to run. Like, I can't stagger him or anything. Yeah. But, it, like, it's a thing of I almost prefer that because like I'd rather run away from him than have to deal with four or five zombies coming at yeah, me. Yeah. So yeah, there, there, are, there are little changes like that where... So you see Nemesis in this demo. You see Nemesis in okay. this demo. Because like in the cool. Resident Evil 2 demo, you never saw Mr. X. No, you never yeah. did. But I mean, I, I almost would have been disappointed if they didn't show him. Yeah, because he's a much bigger component to yeah. the game, yeah. But they, they've made some changes in that. So if you remember in Resident Evil 2, you got to pick up knives, for example, and... If and they were they, consumable. They were consumable in that yes. if you used it like if you used it was it like enough, three it, times it, it broke. It could, or yeah, something, so yeah. if you got grabbed by a zombie, you could use it to not take damage, yes. but you would lose the knife. Um, yes, that's how it works. you yes. like killed the zombie and picked it up again. But it, it's got a limited durability, so it could break. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in this game, so in Resident Evil 2, sorry, that, that kind of helped because it was a thing of like, oh, I've been grabbed. Do I take the damage? Uh, do I take do the damage? Yes. I've got a spare knife. Like, I'll just expend this one. It's not a problem. Yes. In Resident Evil 3, your knife, uh, you've only got one knife. It will last. It's, it's got no durability, so mm-hmm. you can use it however often you want. But when you get grabbed, you now can't. You don't have that choice. You get grabbed, you get grabbed. Like, that's that. You okay. take the damage. Okay. However, to assist you in that, Jill, so like even in context, like Resident Evil 2, Leon and Claire are like, complete rookies that don't know what's happening you feel like oh my god these dudes don't know what they're doing you in the apocalypse with them reacting how they would react although that stands up for debate like i wouldn't know to put a hand grenade in a zombie's mouth but yes, that's that's yeah. a side side well, now i do yeah now I do. <laughs> whereas jill like based in the story she's it's the same jill from resident evil one so she's had experience dealing with zombies and that sort of thing so she's got access to a dodge ability, okay. which is very much what the original Resident Evil 3 introduced as well. If you timed a button press correctly, you would dodge out the way. Oh, cool. Okay. So it works similarly in this one. If like a zombie's about to grab you, you've got a dodge button that will like put you a step forward or step back, depending on which, which direction you're pushing. Okay. If you time it right, you'll roll out the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it's it's very interesting because although the odds are against you as in I'm thinking in, it's like Alan you've never played Alan Wake I right? played Alan Wake the, that little dodge yeah that so does, yeah, it's, yeah it's similar in that you can use it freely but if you time it correctly like you'll get out of the way of a zombie okay. but the window is small enough that I don't think you can abuse it okay. unless you're like a professional like yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually what I find so interesting is I watch speedrunners play it and they realize what the demo 
the demo. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Okay. So they can finish in like a minute and four wow. seconds. Because okay. <laughs> they they just be lining to the key like it, item. It, and this the demo and came out like two days ago. Yeah, but pe- people figure shit, that shit out. That's amazing. So <clears> they <throat> they obviously rely on this heavily to save time through certain areas. Mm. But even the one speedrunner I was watching, he can't get it right like every time. He's still obviously figuring it out, but my point is like you can't abuse it like you can't just spam the dodge button and like okay. survive okay yeah. is it but, is it like one of those things where you press it and it locks you into that animation so like, yeah so if, if you miss time it you're gonna get you're grabbed fucked, anyway yeah. okay or you could roll out the way and maybe end up it's not like bayonets is extremely extremely liberal dodge. It's, i yeah. don't think it's liberal like i i only managed to do it twice by complete accident oh. against <laughs> against nemesis where, oh, okay. where he was like going to do something and i panicked and i pushed the button and I dodged. <laughs> i was like oh my god like i got it right but it wasn't me planning like hey like and then you me. like freeze because you're so awestruck and then he whacks you in but the there head were times the i'm launcher. like okay like i'm gonna dodge him and like i pushed the button and he just punched me in the face like so, okay well i'm I a time dark that player <laughs> i can do this <laughs> shit I can do it. So the point is like it feels different in that way. Resident Evil 2, you've got your weapons. There are ways to escape like guaranteed because uh-huh. you can expend your items. Here though, it's the odds are against you, but you you kind of have a fighting chance because you have red barrels, for example, you have mm. your dodge ability. And it, it's just cool because you in the city it feels different. Mm. It's like mm. although I said it still has some overlap in that if you're in a tight alleyway, it's claustrophobic. Mm. Um, but it, it just the fact that you're walking through a city it doesn't it feel just, like a twisty building it's, it's not know. like the police like, uh, it's not me shitting on Resident Evil 2 but most of it is you're in a police station yes, and then yeah. the second half of the game you're like in a laboratory mm. yeah it's like I'm in the street I'm going downstairs like I'm in a, a pharmacy now okay now I'm in like um, I don't know like a, a, a diner for example there's just like a whole some variety yeah, yeah variety and aesthetic and it I mean, like, I know this is a vertical slice, but it feels very different in that the area felt a lot more open. Okay. But, I mean, I can't even criticize Resident Evil 2 in that because a lot of the areas do fold back into themselves. Okay. This just felt like a big area that's, like, I could go through that door and shortcut to that area and vice versa. Okay. Um, so, I'm I'm quite curious to see how the main game is because based on this, like, it feels really good. It's different and it's still very much that Resident Evil, like, 2 that we know. Mm-hmm. It's the same mm-hmm. feel. You um, still only have like two weapons. I never played three, so I don't know. No, no. So in terms of remember Resident Evil Two, you had your, you could have like four weapons equipped. Yes. On the dire- yeah. And you select them with the directional pad. Yes. So it's the same thing. You have like you. I had a pistol and a shotgun and a hand grenades, and I could select them. Okay. Um. So it feels very much the same in that way. Even the okay. shooting, like when you aim your reticules, like big, and if you give it enough time, it focuses. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I um, like that a lot. Yeah. Too, yeah. Um. But in terms of environments and just these little tweaks, it is going to be different. Mm. And Mr. X was an asshole. Nemesis has... Nemesis is only he's got He's got other shit at his disposal, whereas Mr. X would just run at you and punch you. Mm. Like, I've he was run, a gentleman about... He, was, he wore a hat. He was a gentleman. Yeah. I, I've run away from Nemesis and like been pulled back by... He's got... It's like, got like a I leash? I suppose it's like a van or like whatever. Oh my he's God. Got, not a van, like a tentacle. Oh so my God. He can like grab you and pull you back to him for example oh no there are times when you run away oh, and no. he like just jumps up and like lands in front of you oh it's like, no okay, mr x never did this shit and so has he rocket launched you yet no no I, I don't know if that's in the demo but uh, spoiler in the resident evil 3 he definitely gets a rocket launcher uh, it's iconic he gets a rocket launcher yeah, and, and, and he fucks your <laughs> shit up <laughs> yeah i think it's gonna be a lot of fun do but you hear him like coming like that that same like uh, 
He the, actually, the, he the, actually the, looks the, very. There, are, there, are, there have been moments where I've looked at him without seeing his head. I'm like, oh my god, it's Mr. X because he's uh, tall, and yeah. you just see the shoulders. I'm like, oh my god, run away! But it's very much the same. Like you know, he's coming, and you hear that that him yeah, stepping towards but, you. Yeah, but I love this. So there's one part part in the demo where there's a like a completely optional safe you can open. So Nemesis was chasing me, and I'm like running, running. I'm like, oh, but here's the safe I need to open, <laughs> and that's the one immersion thing that Resident Evil still doesn't quite get right in that if you're in your menu it pauses the game uh, <laughs> although I'm not sure because I was opening the safe I was like it's fine I know this game like Rip. I'm gonna I'm gonna abuse the system but while I was doing the safe the music was fine and then the nemesis music started I was like oh my god like is he he's coming for you is he is he in the room? Like, so I like quickly do it, open the door, and then I hear him stomping, and I was like, oh my God, he's in the room. So it probably so, moves him. He can't disturb I, I don't, you. Like, I don't know if he can get you, uh, but the music 100% changed. So okay. I was like, did he just get close in that time? Or yeah. I don't know. But, well, so. I mean, there was that news that he would break into safe rooms, which was um, corrected by Capcom, but there are points in the game where you can save which aren't safe rooms but Nemesis can still fuck you up well I, re- I really wanted to test that so I died once in the demo where like I said I tried to dodge him and he punched me in the face nice. several times nice. so I was like oh my god I need to get to the safe room because I've got healing in there whatever mm. so I was like huh, I wonder if he'll pull a Mr. X and the moments I'm in just like <laughs> just turn walk around away, and walk yeah. away so I tried to get to the door and as I was opening it he killed me uh, so I actually can't confirm whether he like goes blind in that with that space room for um, Save room, for example. The one, the one in Resident Evil Two was always near the. Um, it was in the basement near the police locker. There's yeah. a save room right there, mm. and I'd often like hide in the safe room, wait till Mister X is gone, run to the to the locker room so I could unlock something. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, just do some circles there. Yeah, that, that locker room was great. It's like, are you coming this way or that uh, way? It's like playing a game with your dog around a table yeah. type of thing. I mean, there, I had the same <clears throat> moments in the demo where there's a diner. Um, and it's basically, it's the same sort of concept of like, you can loop around. So I'm mm. like, I stand them, okay, come in, which way are you going? Like, I want to go the other way. <laughs> wait till he has a rock launch and he's oh going to be like, cool, yeah. I'm going to cry. <laughs> We're not going to play this game anymore. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it, it, the demo really gave a good taste of okay. the system. I downloaded it yesterday, so uh, I'm, I'm going to give it a go. I mean, it took me 35 minutes to finish. Oh, really? Okay. But then I saw kind of funny, uh, Andy played it. It took him like 20 minutes. So I don't know okay. if he just beelined his way through. I haven't he watched hates it. hates horror games. Yeah, so I haven't watched it, but I just skipped to the end as a matter of interest. Like, oh, it took him 20 minutes. So mm. Okay, yeah. I, it's a taste and the game's out soon. It's what, third of... April, third of April, yeah, yeah, because like two weeks, third of April, and then tenth of April is Final <sighs> Fantasy. Got so much to finish. Between um, them. I mean, we've got Animal Crossing, Doom. Mm. I still need to finish Ori in the mm. next two weeks. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting for a patch for Ori. Uh-huh. I saw them yesterday message saying that they're looking at performance on Xbox and stuff like uh, that. So yeah, I'm on, waiting for on, that on PC. I like I've mentioned, I have had. It doesn't break the game for me, but it's you can feel there's like a bit of video mm. lag now and then. Mm. And I'm like, oh, like this isn't quite right just mm. yet. Like, there's a reason I've, I mean, I, I plan to stream it both times this week, and I did stream for two hours on Tuesday, but then come Thursday, for example, I was like, I actually just want to play it in my own time, um, and maybe there'll be a patch coming out soon. Now on the yeah. on the One X, it's like dropping from sixty to like forty, sometimes thirty. And it's no. like no. But I can tell you that that game is like it's incredible. Yeah, the, I'm I'm super the, keen to get to the it. The changes I've done, <clears> it's <throat> the more I play, I'm like, holy shit, this is really special. Uh, yeah, I like I said, I really want to get to it. I just 
I don't want to play it and then get soured by those things. So yeah. I'd rather just like just have wait, other things yeah. to play. So I'm waiting till they mm. they polish it up a little bit. So yeah. I have no okay, no qualms waiting for that. I know we've talked a lot about games already, but you've played something else. Uh, yeah, well. I I've played. Um, I started my very first Animal Crossing. I've also never played Animal Crossing. Yeah, I've so. never never dabbled in an Animal Crossing. I've always tangentially known. My my only real exposure to Animal Crossing <laughs> was playing Villager and Smash. Oh, yeah, yeah. And my only other he touch was point, so powerful he's Smash, super strong. Yeah. Holy and, shit! Um, Isabella, the new, the Isabella. little dog. The, Is the, she the, in Smash? Yeah, she's. I she's thought she character. was just a trophy character. No, no, no. She's in the new Smash. Oh, yeah. But she's so cute. I don't want to punch her. So she's like Villager. She's full of shits. <laughs> Villager's full of shit. Villager can pocket your things. He can, he can grow shit, a tree. Yeah. If he chops down that tree and that tree hits you, you're dead. You're, yeah. you're dead. Game over. Yeah, so yeah. that's also my like my only real touch point with Animal Crossing. That that and I uh, know that the raccoon slash not raccoon is Tom Nook. Yes, <laughs> like, and then he has two it. two nephews called Timmy and Tommy Nook. Oh, okay, that I didn't know. Also, Tom Nook is an asshole. He just he sells you things, he gives you things, and then only afterwards is like, oh, you owe me for this. <laughs> like what? Yeah, he's like, hey, like like right now. So. <clears throat> New Horizons basically transports you into random villages to an island, mm. deserted island. Um, and by my understanding, this is new for the series where you don't have like an established settlement that you're just being inserted into. It's like completely fresh mm. base, like whatever. Uh, oh, so in previous games you were like, there's a setup. So uh, as far as I know. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so now you basically just like set up tents on this deserted island and you get to work kind of like... Um, hunting and gathering stuff just to kind of like survive mm. um so like for instance i have a tent um mm. and i got given a tent and uh when i paid off my initial loan to like move to the island which i was like what <laughs> um when i paid that off he's like huh tent is kind of like cramped don't you don't you think you should upgrade to a house and whatever and now I'm on 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 the hook for a loan of like ninety eight thousand bells or something like that because I'm like upgrading my. It, to be fair, he's not charging me interest, oh, and good, he's very liberal with the repayment plan. But yeah, wow, this is like <laughs> baby's first bank account. Like it's really this is teaching kids the importance of paying off a bond. Jesus, yeah. Like, is he going to send Timmy and Tommy to break my <laughs> to kneecaps? Break your kneecaps. Yeah, hey, you didn't send your payments. Yeah, those, exactly. Those coconut chalutas are hours. You <laughs> sleep in game and you get woken up just to the sights of two raccoons in real life. Yeah, and they just like, in, hello. In yeah. Do you have the bells you need? Uh, so is the currency called bells? Like what yeah, is yeah. It? So okay. the currency is called bells. Um, and then you've got the separate currency which is new to New Horizons called Nook Miles, which I. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of like a discovery mile. Yeah, exactly. Like a like a, a rewards program, which it kind of is actually, but it's like a a secondary currency. Mm. Um, what I like a lot about Nook Miles is that you get rewarded uh, these miles for basically just playing the game. Mm. So like, I got them for catching ten fish. I got them for <laughs> catching my first ten insects, or you know, things I was doing naturally, mm. and it was rewarding. Then you redeem them for a mm. coffee. Essentially, yes. So I could redeem them for in-game items. I could redeem it for a ticket to visit a secret island. Um, mm. I could redeem it for... Uh, oh, what was the one thing that I really liked? Oh, inventory expansion. Mm. Stuff like that. So that's cool. But basically, uh, on my first day, I um, I gathered some insects, like local flora and fauna. Mm. And I 
showed them to Tom Nook and he was like, cool, I'm going to invite one of my friends called Blathers to the island who's going to set up like a museum. So every uh, time you capture a species of something for the first time, you give it to him oh, and he puts it in the museum. That, that's very similar to Stardew Valley in that. Uh, Stardew Valley takes a lot, a lot of inspiration. Crossing, yeah. Yeah. Whereas Stardew Valley, it's um, also like a, a old museum or library where you can donate. Yes, it's essentially the same items. thing. Yeah. yeah. So um, so right now I've set up Blathers' tent, but I need to get I need to wait one like real world day until mm. he moves in. <laughs> and I don't have a lot of inventory space. So right now, next to his in-construction tent are just tons and tons of crates of animals waiting to be donated to Oh, my word. Because I just drop them on the ground yeah. and they stay there. So <laughs> I hope you're feeding these animals. Well, what's cool is that if it's a fish, it's like like I caught like a pretty big bass and I dropped like basically a whole fucking tank. Did you drop the bass? In Yeah, I dropped the bass <laughs> in the tank and dropped it. There, there was even one. It's so good. There's Every time you catch something or, or, or do something, there's a pun. Mm. So like I caught a, a, a black bass and it's like the most metal of fish. And I was like, oh, oh you're like, I see you. <laughs> and I called a salmon and it's like, it's only upstream from here. And it's like, no, oh, okay. it's so good. Like Maddie wrote the script. Yeah, Maddie wrote this. Like, Matty or Kervin wrote this. Oh, They're having so much fun. Um, so, God, yeah, there's some, there's some truly, truly terrible puns that just make me laugh. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I didn't realize that Animal Crossing is really like a a game you don't binge for eight hours a day. Mm. It's sort of a game you play for two, three hours every day. Uh, you come back oh to it shit. every day. So like the uh, the trees you go to uh, have fruit on them and they only grow back per day. Uh, you can shake trees or, or hit them with an axe to get wood or twigs respectively. Um, and those, you know, stop mm. uh, generating after a certain amount of time. You can hit rocks, uh, or you can be stupid like me and break them. Um, and <laughs> rocks have no aren't going to grow anymore. back. <laughs> yeah. um, Don't you hate it when your island doesn't have rocks? What a what a first world problem. <laughs> I, I've already I've already pulled out every single weed around the island that I can get to because I can't cross rivers yet. Uh, how, how big is your island? Like as a matter it's, of interest, it's quite big, but it it gates you in the first day because you need a, a like a vaulting pole to get over rivers. Mm. So I've only had access to like a quarter of my island. Okay. Um, which I've been walking around and, you know, kind of mm. like, I think it's clever that they force you to do that on the first yeah. day. Um, it doesn't feel like it's overwhelming. Yeah. Um, and I've set up tents for my two villagers. I go and chat to them pretty regularly. Mm. And they, if you chat to them, you know, depending on the time of day, they might give you certain things. Mm. Also, if you come back like in the morning versus the afternoon and the evening, different um, uh, insects and fish will be out. Uh, so you can okay. see it in the encyclopedia like like I I played at night and there were a lot more crickets and moths which obviously won't be there during the day so it's like mm. it rewards me to keep checking in every now and then and you you mentioned earlier that it's quite a cool thing that because we're in the southern hemisphere it yes picks that up and you're in autumn so this now. is a new thing as far as I can tell the mm. hemispheres thing because it as far as I know previous entries only stuck to northern hemisphere uh, so now okay. it's so at the beginning of the game it asks you where do you reside okay um, and it's like africa and it's like huh africa's big and it's in two hemispheres where which hemisphere are you in <laughs> oh like that's southern cool. hemisphere yeah. yeah so it reflects my weather um, yeah. it reflects weather and time of day yeah uh in game which is pretty cool because we're going into winter now okay so, so. If, if you play during the day you're in game 
It's day. Will be day. And yeah. And then you play so at night. I, I'm only going to play at night because I play at night. Oh, God. You're going to be. <laughs> no. You, you need to log in in the morning. L- Lunchtime or morning, yeah. morning things. Yeah. I, I found yesterday because I played throughout yesterday like an hour in the morning, an hour in the afternoon, and an mm. hour at night. And I got everything I needed to. This sounds like a very slippery slope. Yes. It, I'm scared. It, remi- <laughs> it reminds me a lot of Pokemon Go oh, in no. a sense. Um, but it's. It's both really charming and like incredibly engrossing. Like mm. yesterday, I was just playing. Like I didn't have much to do anymore because I'd caught everything I could have, and there were like no more resources for me to gather mm. and whatever. But I was still like walking around, picking up shells, selling them, going outside, walking. But this around. is the danger with these games, though, because even even Stardew Valley, when I played it, I mean, before I played it, I think I'd read. Um, the the blood sweat and pixels chapter on mm. Stardew Valley and I always read and heard of Stardew Valley being like it's an addiction it's this and this and this a lot of people love it it's really great and I mean looking at the game I was like I don't know if I would enjoy this but then when I played it I mean 30 hours later in. I got hooked and the reason you get hooked is from it's funny how the in-game activities, you, you'll find ways to keep yourself busy. It's just the routine. Yeah, so yeah. It, it is like Stardew Valley, for example, is like you've got X amount of time per day, like 10, 15 minutes. So you can only get so much done. Mm. And it is like, well, okay, I've, it's a new day. Today I'm going to go water my crops and then I'm mm. going to go to town to do some shopping and then go to the mine. Mm-hmm. And then I do all of that, then I go back to bed, then I wake up the next day, it's like, huh. A new day, okay, I need to water my crops. Today, I think I'll go. And you get you get caught up in this this digital world, but you're like scheduling your day, planning out what you must do. And it's like, there's a reason I say it's a slippery slope because it's a lot of fun and it can yes. be very addictive. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like this is the exact same thing. I, I like, I've already planted some flowers mm. yeah, on mine and I know that I've planted different types of flowers. So if I water them, they cross-pollinate. So. Um, and can we acknowledge how dumb this sounds? Yes. Okay. Like when you, if I had to explain to my mom, <laughs> how do flowers? Work? I'm gonna, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna grow flowers in my game. She'll be like, that, that's ridiculous. <laughs> no, like I have, and I'm gonna go collect this in my game. It sounds absolutely ridiculous because it's like a daily yeah, thing it's like you a would routine. do. Your mom is like, this is my job. Why are you yeah, doing like, this? Yeah, like why are you digitally? doing this? Yeah. I mean, uh, my favorite example, recent example, is there's a guy at my office, uh, Nick Bertie, who. I've uh, told, I played I've, Warzone with I've him. To, yeah, oh yeah, you played Warzone with him. I've I've told you this before. He's I've, knowing the sort of games he plays. He loves shooters. Mm. And then the other day, Stardew Valley was on sale on <gasps> the Google Store, and he's like, "Hey, like, oh, on his could, phone, on his phone, he's oh, like, hey, you guys have I've heard oh, of this. Like, me. do you guys recommend I play it?" And I looked at him. I was like, "I don't know if it would appeal to That's you." So dangerous. And but John Mark and Mark was like, "You know what? It's it's great." Mm. And I was like, "You know what? You're right. Like I never thought I'd enjoy it, mm. and I played it and I loved it. And however many days later, Bertie's playing Stardew Valley. And then one day I was like, "What season are you in?" He's like, "I'm in winter." I was like, "Holy shit! Like you've gone through a whole year. What's your game time? Twenty five hours." Oh my god! So it just shows you games like this can appeal to like everyone because it's like the slower pace and 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 at the same time like i never got into stardew valley as heavily as you did like i appreciated it but it never hooked me in the same mm. way but this immediately i don't know mm. if the onboarding was just really good yeah, but but I mean, i'm just like stardew valley's so got here. like sorry to keep bringing up stardew valley because that to me is just my direct comparison yeah. stardew valley has a lot of like shit buried under the surface that yeah you 100% have to pull up it's like minecraft minecraft's very accessible but 
there's a lot of you can spend hours just going through like Minecraft encyclopedias and guides being like, oh, if I do this specific thing, this is it, what d- It doesn't surface it to you. No, now. but you have to investigate and figure it out. Whereas maybe um, Animal Crossing is, a, although yeah. it's, it's maybe more palatable, but you've also told me that, like you suggest I watch a guide just to yeah. come up to speed with something. So, 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 so I, yeah. I watched, uh, I thoroughly recommend um, GameSpot's uh, Jake Decker and Callie Plaggy. Uh, they've, they're both huge into Animal Crossing and mm. they've compiled like some videos. Like there's three videos in, in general that I suggest. There's one where it's like everything you should do on your first day because I think that really sets you up for uh, what your routine should <laughs> sets be. Sets you up for life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, like lessons you should know, which taught me like, oh, I can hit a rock and stuff comes out of it. Mm. And uh, there's special rocks around the island every day you should hunt for and stuff like oh, that. Okay. Um, and then just like general tips on like, what to do with foreign fruit. Like, I mm. didn't know that, oh, I have apples on my island. I didn't know that other islands have different fruits. Yeah, yeah. And I should bring that fruit back and instead of selling it, I should grow it because other people, fruit not native to the island sells for more. Mm. So, so it's like little tips like that. that slippery I slope. Know. Yeah, yeah, all very I'm slippery <laughs> slope, yes. But I'm, I'm ex- I, I probably have a lot more to say next week because then mm. I would have gone through a whole week with yeah, it. You've, you've yeah, do, you've just done like a day or two. I like moment, scratched yeah. the surface, really. Um, yeah. I'm excited to play it. I've got, my, got my copy now. Yeah. I'll come visit your island. It's, let's, it's hope, let's hope my island doesn't have apples so we can share. Yeah, then we can share. <laughs> share I hope it has like peaches or something. But what you told me that I really like, you said that if like people visiting your island happens in real time. Mm. So I, I'm very excited to be like, I'm a watering my flowers and you just rock up like hey yeah, <laughs> how's hi. it going I can leave me, messages let on me your help you water board. these flowers exactly yeah <laughs> let me let me I'm gonna come to your island souped up on fruit and destroy all your rocks it sounds so dumb when we say it <laughs> so souped tell up my on mom, fruit tell my mom like Alessandra visited me the other day where on my island <laughs> we, we carried we, we caught bugs together it was oh a great time like, what the fuck am I joking he doing? destroyed my rocks that asshole <laughs> Can, can you imagine can you the blank look on her face? I don't know. Corona, I don't think you can go into someone's island and completely fuck uh, it up. Because yeah. Corona or not, if you destroy my tent, I'm driving over to, to beat you up. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't well, played we, enough we to know, but we'll, we'll yeah. check, yeah. Shit, I, I'm I very excited to play. I can destroy your rocks, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> Give me your peaches. Oh, my <laughs> bitch. God. Give me your peaches or this rock gets it. Yeah, or like, this no, rock gets not it, the yeah. Rock. It's my last one. <laughs> no, I'm very keen it's, to play. It's it, cool, so. yeah. I, it's my first one, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. It's very, very charming, and mm. I like it a lot. So, yeah. Um, should we get to... Wow, we're... Damn. We, we had a lot in, to talk about this week, though, so don't worry. Should we get to... And, and there's, like... Lots of gaming news. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, with, with uh, people needing shit to keep them busy at home, here's a, here's a two-hour <laughs> premiere edition episode of Checkpoint Chat. This week just decided to be like, hey, you know that <laughs> Xbox Series X? You know that uh, oh PS5? Wow, it's like, wow, yeah. Uh, let's just get to games releases real quick. Oh boy. So, yesterday, Doom Eternal and... Um, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing came out. So, we're looking at releases from... The 21st of March, holy shit, uh, to the, I think it's the 28th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. 28th. Everything um, else big this month because it feels like... <laughs> there's actually a lot. I know. So uh, starting your week off well, March 23rd, Half-Life Alex. Oh my God, that's mm-hmm. out on Monday. 
Speaking today. of which, I finished Black Mesa. What a game. Oh, that was a good. You enjoyed what it. What a game, it's, yeah. It's good, eh? I know a lot of people don't like the alien planet at the end. I think there's a lot of platforming. Yeah, I think <coughs> even in the original, I remember it being a lot like it is just different. Yeah, I, I, not that I didn't like it, but it was a bit like well, I kind of preferred being yeah back in black. I didn't mind it so much because I felt like they signposted where I needed to go pretty well. Mm. There's a part really at the end of that where it's mm. like, I mean, alien like conveyor belt conveyor belt hell, and mm. I fucking hated it. Yeah, like, that was the one part of the game I was like, I just don't like this yeah. at all. But otherwise, really, the ending's weird. It's like it G-Man, G-Man and there's ending. like two two mm. options and it's like That is from the original. Yeah. So are you are you gonna play Half Love Two now? Yeah. Oh, that, I'm very curious to know if that game holds up and I don't know if it'll quite blow you away as much as it did in its mm-hmm. heyday. Mm. But I do think now having played Black Mesa, you'll appreciate the world and like I think just Gordon Freeman yeah. as a character, like the silent dude who's just but that, doing, but that's doing why, God's work for humanity. That's why know? I wanted to play Black Mesa first because I need to get context, this experience. Yeah. And also, like, I didn't realize there's like a three-year gap in... Yeah. Half-Life 2 picks up in a completely different... So it's like Gordon Freeman got put on ice by G-Man mm. and now he's back and now, like, this alien uh, force has taken over Earth, the yeah. Combine. It was it was very weird to go to Half-Life 2. It's like, this is kind of a weird futuristic dystopian. Yeah. Like, yeah. how did this happen? But yeah. time passed, so... Yeah. yeah. And G-Man's like this interdimensional He's, bureaucrat it's like yeah very very fascinating character you should go read up some I, i've read a him. lot yeah. and a lot of people compare g-man to basically like valve yeah they basically say g-man is the manifestation of valve saying you do not have control over this game. <laughs> oh my like, gosh which is like holy fuck. Oh, yeah. x-files Do-do-do-do-do. yeah exactly <laughs> i just love his voice there, there was a trailer with the voice actor doing some stuff for Alex yesterday. And I was like, mm. oh, that voice is so creepy and eerie. Uh, so and that comes out this week. Yeah, Monday. Are you going to finish Half-Life 2 before you yes, play Alex? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I have to because it's mm. a prequel. So if yeah. I don't have that context, like... I don't, it'll be a bit... In terms of story, Alex is actually the next one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of, like, <laughs> how far games have come in the mm. last 10, 15 years, I think very it's better to play, yeah. yeah. I did read up on the... Cause Black Mesa doesn't include the expansions to Half-Life 1, so yeah, Opposing Forces and Blue Shift. Th- those, like I mentioned, uh, I think it was last week or the week mm. before, those are like, they happen in the same Sad world, stories, but yeah. they're not at all crucial to... It's interesting that I read up on them and G-Man features in some of them as well, mm. so it's like, it was interesting to read, but like I don't feel the need to go I, back and play. I'd love to know if now that like Black Mesa took like 13 years, yeah, however long. a very long time. What are they going to do next? Do you think that they'll... Mm do a half-life 2 yeah imagine they do like a complete revamp of half-life 2 or do they now say hey well opposing forces Mm. like Mm. we've got the worlds let's just do the side story in the same engine i know there is another team another studio entirely remaking half-life 1 in unreal engine what so this one was made (laughs) in source obviously shit but now they're doing unreal and i'm like oh my god how many half-life remakes will be played again and then in in like five ten years now they'll be like okay that's that's done in unreal engine we're gonna remake it in unity now yeah in unity in in (laughs) we're gonna remake it in dreams now oh oh my god (laughs) someone will probably do that that game was way longer than i thought it would be it was like black racer 16 hours or so i think even the original was a surprisingly long it's really sure there's some good moments in that game Mm. like especially near the end where shit is going real south with Mm. the it's real good Mm. i I, I actually should play and you get a lot of weapons and yeah yeah how did you feel going back to like an original i know we've completely sidebarred (laughs) yeah (laughs) how do you feel going back to a shooter where 
you've got infinite no, pocket space. No, uh, yeah, no aim down sights um, except no, but, for the. But not only that, it's the fact that you don't just have two weapons at any oh, time. Oh, you have so many. You yeah. have like everything. It, w- at it your was disposal. a bit. It was a bit jarring because it's like when I want to get to a certain weapon, I'm just flicking my mouse. Scrolling I'm like, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then in game, Gordon's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no! He's <laughs> like pulling out his backpack. Yeah, but yeah. it's like. I, it, it prepared me for Doom, I guess, because Doom mm. is exactly the same. So, yeah. yeah. it's It was a good oh, game. That, that, there's so many... The, the SMG in that game is so satisfying mm. to use. Um, and then the... the Highly inaccurate, but very satisfying Very to satisfying, use, yeah. which is probably my most used weapon. Mm. Yeah, very good. And the alternate fire on the shotgun. Just oh, yeah. turns people Double into shot. nothing. Oh, yeah. That's good. It's real good. I need to play it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Half-Life Alex, March 23rd. <laughs> Apologies for that five-minute side. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Moons of Madness, which is a sort of like horror game that came out on PC last year, uh, PS4, Xbox. I actually played this at E3 and I really enjoyed it. Oh yeah? Is, yeah. is it a like first person, third yeah, person? Yeah, first person. Okay. Reminds me of like a Gone Home Tacoma thing, mm. like a horror thriller type thing. Nice. Um, I enjoyed what I played of it. Oh, Funny like story. <laughs> Sidebar, here we go. Oh my God, I'll never forget this till the day I die. Because um, you know how uh, demos work. It's like you've mm. got a half an hour slot. You mm. So I arrive there on time. Um, it's a small room because it's like an indie studio. Mm. They're very appreciative. And I'm like stoked. I'm like, cool, this looks like my sort of game. Mm. And I start playing on the PC. And uh, so the whole week I'd been in the GameSpot war room and they had catering mm. there. And uh, I don't know what I ate. No. I know. As I sat down to play this, I'm like, uh, my stomach doesn't feel too too hot. Oh no! So I'm like, okay, this is only half an hour. Let me just you push can survive, through yeah. because this is like I've only got half an hour. Like two minutes go by, I'm like, oh fuck! Like, oh like, shit! So I had to get up and be like, I'll be back. I'm just going to the bathroom, and I was gone for like 20 minutes. Oh I, my shit! My stomach was fucked, and I came back, and the dude was like, Are you okay? And I'm like, Yeah. Um, could I just get a little more time with this? Because like yeah. my appointment's like like done now done shit man and that luckily happens. there was no one after me because yeah. otherwise i would have had to and this was for GameSpot. oh this no wasn't for like, i couldn't miss it yeah no it was like now do i go back and be like yeah i played two minutes of this game and then went to shit myself in the toilet <laughs> that's my like, impression <laughs> i'll never shut the, guy, the guy's face is just like what is wrong with no, you? no but th- those situations it's the worst thing because like you actually have no control right? oh i really tried i just had no control it's like yeah like I don't want to say those bathrooms they suck I hate them so much it's almost socially frowned upon because the dude probably was like how how could you but it's like yeah it's like there's nothing I could do man choice you know like it's a natural body thing sometimes like sorry shit literally happens oh my god and and again it's like American bathrooms suck because there's so much space above and below like that is open I hate it yeah and also there's so much water in those damn toilets it's it's weird (laughs) I hate it I feel so exposed when, like, I can see people. No, I hate, I hate it. I hate it so much. Fix you your bathroom. You must expect God. someone to like stick their head under the like, "Hey, how's it going?" No, like, no. I, Jesus, no, I hate it. Anyway, uh, maybe we'll get through this list one day. One day. <laughs> every every game's got a sad story. God. Okay, we've gone through it to your Half Life, Alex. God, then, there's so madness. many. Um, Xbox exclusive or Microsoft exclusive, Bleeding Edge coming out on PC and Xbox oh, on March this 24th. Week. I've heard. I mean, I've seen this game. I have absolutely no excitement for this mm. game, to be honest. Like, um, it's I'm an Overwatch thing. To and see I'm how like, it plays. And like I said, 
previously. Now that I'm Game Pass, it, it just never dawned on me that I'd have access to it on mm. PC. And so you'll have it, but it's like, mm. I don't know. Do we need another multiplayer? I don't, anyway. Who knows? Um, oh, this is cool. Assemble with Care is coming to PC on March 26th. Mm-hmm. So this is made by the people who did Florence. Oh. Um, and I played it on Apple Arcade already. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's good. good. It's oh, like an hour and a half thing. It's really good. Um, uh, so and it's, it's on mobile as well. Yeah. So it's a mm. story-focused, very light puzzle. I say puzzle, but it's not really like hard. Mm. But it's basically like you are a repair, uh, a lady who does like um, repairs. Mm. And she's in the city and she repairs uh, things that are central to like this progressing story. Yeah. And each thing is like very sentimental to the person. Mm. So it's quite cool picking apart things and, and uh, fixing them and then yeah. how it connects to the story it's yeah. very good okay but yeah if you've got apple arcade 100 percent recommend but it's out on pc it, is it an apple arcade exclusive could i not yes. just buy it on the store no, no. okay yeah I, I really gotta try apple arcade oh uh, try free month yeah mm. there's a it's slippery slope <laughs> Asse- <know. laughs> assemble with k and gr- grindstone oh, grindstone oh, oh, i, I, I love grindstone so much um another another vr game down the rabbit hole oculus psvr and steam vr never heard that yeah. Uh, March 27th, Sensor uh, 4 re-elected coming out on Switch. Eh. I thought Sensor 4 sucked. So I know. I like Sensor 3 a lot. I did not like 4. Um, Damn. Even though it was like superpowers and whatever. And it's just like mm-hmm. they jumped the shark too much for me. Uh, uh, this is this is a really good typo here. Dirt Rally, which is really <laughs> good. Um, Dirt Rally 2.0 Game of the Year edition uh, coming to PS4, PS... Mm-hmm. PS4, PC, and Xbox One, March 27th. When's the last time you played a rally game? Dirt 3. When was that? Long ago. I enjoyed Shit. that game a lot. Uh, I mean, I have very fond memories of playing uh, Colin McRae on the PS1. Mm. Rally games are a lot of well, fun. Well, it, it was Colin McRae's Dirt, but then he passed yeah, away. Yeah. So. But I've I, I I've played tons of rally games on the PS1, though. And since then, I think I reviewed one for Critical Hit like way back when, but... I just distinctly remember playing rally games and thinking like, damn, people do this in real life. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit. That's like Formula One's skill, definitely. Oh, but yeah. 100%. Rally drivers, I'd put it like almost on the same pedestal. 100%. You're just driving these. If not higher. You've yeah. got a random dude reading the routes here off a clipboard. Like, it's holy shit. It's fucking dangerous <laughs> as holds. So as far as I know, Dirt, Dirt was more like the arcade type thing. Yeah. I remember playing Dirt 3 and it was quite arcade That's where they first introduced that Jim Carner stuff as well. Mm. Uh, Dirt Rally is mm. the very simulation focused okay. one. So Dirt Rally Two is like so you'll die held in high regard, <laughs> but it is very simulation based. Yeah. So, okay. um, Lost Words Beyond the Page coming to Google Stadia March twenty seventh. Is that a Google Stadia exclusive? I assume so. Um, and then the last one for the week: One Piece Pirate Warriors for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. One Piece is that pirate anime mm. with the stretchy arm guy. Yara. <laughs> yeah. That guy. I don't know his name. That dude, Dalsim. Dalsim. Uh, uh, One Piece. Dalsim. It's, it's actually <laughs> Dalsim. the origin story to Dalsim oh, wow. in Street Fighter. Yeah. Who knew? Who came first? Oh, Dalsim's uh, the origin story to One Piece. Could be. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. In Street Fighter Getting your 5, Dalsim's like super old. Yeah, he's ancient. Yeah, Shit. he's like Gundy with stretchy arms. <laughs> oh my God, you'll punch you from afar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My favorite is still that you refer to him as stretchy arm guy because it pisses off Jeff. So. I know. But that's what he is. He's like those toys you used to get. Like There used to be wrestling toys where you could just pull the arms yeah. and then straight. That's Dalsim, man. Oh, cool. Dalsim and he dolls. spits fire. <laughs> <That>. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> have some uh, fun. And wears the skulls of his enemies oh, on no. his neck. Yeah, he really does. Yeah. Holy shit. Jeez, he's fucked up. He's not yes, Gandhi. Yeah. He's got issues. He's man. not peace. He's war. <laughs> he's war. He's like, oh my God, my PC is running out of battery. Oh shit. Okay, well, while we wait for the... Wow, did we just not plug it in? <laughs> this laptop is so... Well, it's getting old now. Look at this. We've been... It was on charge when you left here and it's been... Well, that is such a mindfuck because I thought this was the charge. I was going to laugh no. at you. <laughs> that you put like on the wrong side because it looks like it is what is that even that's an orc sport oh <laughs> well who knew who knew so news oh what a gosh. wild week of news we've had Jesus. so Wait, shall we just i'm gonna jump right let's right, just jump right into, into it, it. So e- xbox or P- uh, ps microsoft wow. and um sony decided to basically just fucking show off their consoles this week they uh, flex some guns yeah they flex although show off was a we're using that like liberally. I mean, Sony didn't really show off the console, but yeah. they did do a deep dive into their thinking and some of the tech behind it. Yeah, yeah, de- definitely. Um, I think Microsoft has been a bit uh, far more liberal with details. They've been, um, you know, showing off things quite, uh, uh, quite frequently mm. uh, lately. So they basically just went into a more tech focused uh like they basically got digital foundry to come out and basically tear tear apart the the console yeah um so i'm not gonna go like super into detail i think if you really want the nitty-gritty digital foundry does a phenomenal job of talking way over my head um Mm, yeah that's their thing though it's like super technical super fascinating to read about Mm. um but the highlights are basically the Xbox Series X, 12 teraflops. Mm. Um, flippity flops. Yeah. It's running off. Uh, <laughs> Flip, both consoles flips. are actually running off AMD's new RDNA architecture, mm. uh, RDNA 2. So very, very um, cutting edge GPUs mm. on there. Um, Series X will feature a SSD, internal mm. SSD. You'll be able to expand SSD storage using, uh, so far, proprietary Mm. little expansion slots they look like little memory cards yeah but they're actually these new form factor ssds that plug into this proprietary slot on the back okay um and they're made by seagate at the moment okay so i don't know yet if microsoft is letting other manufacturers take that form factor and make their own hard drives Mm. but they've only announced seagate right now so everyone Uh, thinks they're proprietary i wonder though because with stuff like that you you often do find that there are generics or knockoffs or So, like, will other uh, hard drive companies make it? Make yeah. it? Like, I don't know. Like, maybe it won't be officially supported, but it's like I can go buy a cheap knockoff iPhone mm. cable, which works most of the time, but, mm. you know, it's not quite the original. I don't know what it'll be like, but the, it's interesting the, that it's... The point is, is, like, you can buy these, plug it in, yeah. you can take it out, put mm. it in another Xbox and have your games available yeah. there. Which is really um, cool. You can also plug in a normal hard drive like we have mm. on current consoles, but the the catch is that to play Series X games, you have to they have will need now. to be on the SSD. Mm. Um, you can store the games on the hard drive, but you'll need to transfer them to the SSD yeah. to play them because obviously the games are depending on a certain type of yeah. memory speed. But but even so, like I'm glad that that's an option, but I, I personally feel that the age of storage is like, it's a bit, a bit of a mood point now because... Not everyone, but most people have access to high-speed internet. Mm. So, like, we have friends like Craig, for example, who's got hard drives full of games. Like four terabytes. And I'm like, but 
why? You never play half those games. Mm. If you decide to play a game on a day, like yesterday is a good, a good example. I got a review code for Doom and I started the download late, but mm. I downloaded 40 gigs in three hours. Mm. So if I know like it's on a day, like I really want to start playing this game. I can I can get home from work, download it by 9 p.m. It's ready to go. And, and let's be honest, I, if you've got if you've got auto updates off, you're probably downloading around the same time, just updating the game. Exactly. I mean, yeah. the, there are some exceptions, of course. Like if I choose to play Red Dead Redemption 2 on a day, like or Call of Duty, like whatever. 100 gigs, yeah. But I can do it overnight. Yeah. You know, we, we don't live in like a one to four meg ADSL age. Oh, yeah, where it would take multiple you days. Would, I mean, yeah. if you had to try to, I've got, so my one friend Cello's got a four meg ADSL line. Like oh, shame, he's shown, us his, piece, eh? he's shown us his fiber map and like literally all around him there's fiber. And he's just, his street is like excluded, like inexplicably. So he's still on ADSL and he's, he spends, I don't know how long, like trying to download, is it Rainbow Six Siege or oh like God, a big yeah. game? And it, it, the thing that happens overnight will take days or weeks, oh, yeah. especially with load shedding, you know, like it's a silly thing. But my point is if most people do have fiber, hmm. um, I don't quite understand this. Like, I'm glad there's support for it, but... Personally, I don't need an external. No, drive, yeah, I to- so. totally understand. Yeah, I listen. I think that there should be um, <clears throat> options, irrespective. And yeah, I'm glad yeah, there no, are options. Definitely. I just hope that these little expansion drives aren't super expensive because mm. I know everyone is immediately thinking of what Sony did with uh, the PS Vita yeah. and their proprietary was those storage. Rates. But I think the difference here is that your internal storage is. I mean, the Vita had like what four gigs internal. Mm. It was. No, you needed a memory card. Like yeah. you had to buy a memory you card. Had to, yeah. Um, this one comes with one terabyte inside mm. already, which is in the grandest scheme. So there's this weird murky ground where it's like, okay, that will only store like six games. It's like, yes, but also remember that developers have already spoken about going forward, optimizing mm. um firstly install sizes. Yeah. But also the Xbox and the PS5 tout this feature where it's like hey, if you want to play Call of Duty and you only want to download the single player, you can. Yeah. Whereas these consoles are designed with like, you have to download the entire thing. No mm. questions you asked. You mean like existing consoles? Yeah. Yes. So future you'll... So I think there's a bit of... I think the way we think of storage will change a little bit, but mm. we'll see. So there's that aspect to it. Um, they showed off the new controller, mm. which is basically a slightly smaller Xbox One controller. Mm. They said they they looked at controllers that would work in eight-year-old hands mm. because they found that People with smaller hands can't use big controllers, but people mm. with bigger hands can that's use smaller cool. controllers. That, I mean, that's fine. So Which the Xbox, Xbox One controller for me personally, very nice. But I think it's perfect. I've yeah. got big hands. Yeah, I also, um, I also think just I think they said it's around like ten or twenty percent smaller. It's like okay, just so a fraction that's, smaller. That's yeah. not like I'm keen to see it because I think it will look really nice in real life. So yeah. other than that, I think because of the fact that it's backwards compatible. Um, they've kept all the same buttons, face mm. buttons, whatever. The one thing they have added is a share button. Thank the Lord. Because <laughs> sharing on Xbox is such a pain right now yeah. without a dedicated button. Um, and also what I like is uh, the the bumpers and the triggers are textured. Oh, that's which quite is nice. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So that's, um, I think they're looking at like the Elite controller and saying, you mm. know, what can we put in here as a standard? Yeah. Um, so that's cool. It's coming holiday 2020. Yeah, we have a, an actual release date. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Was they it retracted that. Yeah. I did that. Yeah, oh, apparently it was a mistake. Shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because uh, I did think like, oh, okay, they actually yeah, came Thanksgiving out. Thanksgiving would be a fucking flex of note because like yeah. putting that shit out on Black Friday. Oh, yeah, okay. I did cross my mind. I was like, damn. Yeah, that is a, that is a, yeah. 
Um, what is the other thing? They showed off uh, uh, demos of Quick Resume and the loading. So they used Stated Decay 2 as an example. On the Xbox One X, it takes 50 seconds to load. <laughs> On the Series X, it took like eight. Like, I understand why they show the game, but all it showed, all that it proved to me is that State of Decay 2 is shit at loading. Yeah, because it generates that world the first time when you yeah, load into it. Even, it's even, so long. Even on that demo, it's like side by side. Here's the, the new Xbox against the old one. And even the new one, I'm like, okay, it's going to load real quick. Mm. And you still watch the load screen. And like, eight seconds isn't long. Like, yeah. especially compared to 50 seconds. Mm. But I was like, damn, why would they use State of Decay? Like, I don't know, use Gears 5, for example, because maybe it takes 15 seconds on yeah. the original Xbox, but it's like it's one, one second, second on yeah. the... So I was just watching like, huh, I would have not shown this specifically. Yeah, but that, I, it seemed like just, a weird choice. That's just yeah. me like being nitpicky. They should, they should have shown that and then other games. And other well, games, yeah, side by side. The quick resume thing is super cool that's to cool, me. Yeah. It's like, so you can have three Xbox Series X games suspended at a time, mm. or if you're playing Xbox One or backwards compatible 360 and original xbox games you can have more mm. so they were showing like he was swapping between state of decay and ori and forza and gears and mm. like just just quickly yeah. just quickly like loading it up immediately back into mm. where so as far as i can tell it takes whatever w the state that the game has in ram and copies it to the ssd mm. so what both consoles can do it, like you'll see there's so much overlap between these yeah. consoles because the SSD is so fast, they can essentially use parts of the SSD as virtual RAM, RAM yeah. because it's fast enough. So mm. essentially, both these consoles have 16 gigs of RAM, which people go, that's fine for now, but what about in eight years? Mm. It's mitigated by the SSD because yeah. developers can put what they would usually put into RAM on the SSD and access it just as quickly. How much RAM does the PS4 and Xbox One have, for example? Eight gigs. I mean, you know, the thing about like eight gigs by today's standard sounds like oof, eight like gigs it's too little now. It's too little. No, it's it is too little, little now, but yeah. you still are getting games like God of War. Mm. And <laughs> so yeah, maybe sixteen gigs is little, but there is the room. Sixteen gigs is like yeah. if you're building a PC, I'd say that's what you should aim for now. Yeah. Um but in eight years that will probably <laughs> be, be too little. little but yeah. they they've already got an idea of how to how mitigate to that. Yeah. Okay. So moving on to the PS5. So the PlayStation 5 presentation was done by good old Mark Cerny. Uh, the best um, pun, Kervin, uh, the, the Cerny PlayStation. The, Mark, Cerny, <laughs> Mark Cerny's lead architect on, he's been lead architect on the PlayStation for years now. Mm. Don't forget that this is a dude in the 1980s programmed a video game when he was 17. Yeah. That so like, blew people's minds. He's super smart. He's an incredibly smart yeah. human being, um, especially when it comes to like rendering technology and mm. stuff like that. So it was a very technical talk because it was meant to be at GDC. Mm. Um, but basically, the details we got were the PlayStation 5 is only 10.8 teraflops. Flippity flops. Yeah. But Mark okay. Cerny made a very uh, a very pointed like uh, comment on how teraflops aren't the only measure. They are not as important as people should, mm. should uh, think. Yeah. Um, Again, Digital Foundry makes good cases for mm. pros and cons of both of these arguments. Yeah. You should read those. Um, they've also got... Uh, so they've got their own SSD in there. Yeah. This is this was the big talking point, I thought, was mm. they've got an SSD in there that's already about twice as fast as the Xboxes. Yeah. like twi It's so fast that commercial SSDs you can buy today don't match don't. yet. Well, um, I mean, I know we'll get to it, but... 
you can expand your storage on your mm. PlayStation 5 with SSDs that don't exist yet. Basically. Essentially, yeah. yeah. So Mark Cerny was like, we've custom made this one. That's why it's only 825 gigabytes. It's this weird size because it mm. matches how their input and output works. Mm. Um, and basically, he said that, yes, there will be an internal expansion slot. So it's not mm. going to be like memory cards on the outside. Yeah. Um, and that you will be able to use off-the-shelf SSDs, mm. but Sony will have to vet them in terms of, firstly, size, yeah. because SSDs get extremely hot. So, depending on the size of the heat sinks on them, they might not fit. Mm. Um, also, the M.2 size is not standardized, so they need to make sure that it fits into their ah, slot. Shit, yeah. uh, they also, firstly, have to... So, Sony's SSD, in terms of raw uh, uh, raw transfer speeds is like 5.5 gigabytes per second which is like (laughs) if you're talking about raw on the xbox series x is only about 2.2 yeah i mean and think of like your ssd or my ssd for example it's probably even hit that it's It's like not even a gig yeah like it's it is it's the pinnacle of um like ssd tech Mm. it's truly phenomenal um so basically, Sony will need to vet SSDs that are faster than that because they need the overhead mm. because that, that because they're not custom. They yeah. need a bit more speed to kind of compensate for that. Yeah, and they also need. He was talking about priority channels on the SSD, which I'm not entirely clear on. Mm. And he's like, most commercial ones only have two priority channels, where we have six. Okay. So <laughs> like a humble flex there. Yeah. <laughs> so like the he he Mark Sony made a point of saying that at launch, which they're expecting to be end of this year as well ssds for expansion won't be ready yet yeah so it will be a few months probably until you'll be able to expand your storage on the ps5 but what it does give developers is this sort of speed that um will change the way that they design Mm. games Uh, a lot of developers i know there was a lead I think it was the lead designer or lead program at Naughty Dog said this mm. is like the most exciting tech thing that's happened in consoles in his career. Yeah. Because it means like designers can look at things like winding corridors that are designed in a specific way that they limit the player's speed through them so that they can load things, yeah. you know, coming forward. You know, developers but use all sorts of e- tricks. Even Mark Cerny touched on that like games often use like an elevator for example yeah. and it's this really unnecessarily long elevator ride just to or god of war when you when you're crawling <laughs> through tight crawl spaces it's actually deloading yeah, the lake of nines and loading in everything yeah else. If, you've, if you've ever played a game and wondered why am i always being forced through this tight little gap because yeah. it is a thing that happens in games quite regularly oh, yeah. it happened in fallen order a lot of the tomb time. raider tomb raider i mean that's yeah. a trick to load that, the next that, that's the, game. the most common one now like people have yeah. figured out that that's what's actually happening yeah um so yeah that so he was basically saying that there can be designs around that um he keeps using spider-man as an example Mm. where um you can move through the city much quicker now because the city loads a lot quicker the thing is like so sony's touting this as this big revolution but it reminded me a lot of when nvidia came out with ray tracing Mm. and said oh this is going to change the way games are designed because now developers can make this area very, very dark and put an enemy there that you naturally won't see. Mm. And because of ray tracing, it will work, you know, yeah. in a, on a design level, you yeah. can think about these things. But that hasn't happened yet because, mm. well, only very a very small portion of PC players have ray, ray tracing, tracing cards. Yeah. So, of course, games are not going to be designed yet, around yeah. that. Like, 
you can't change your design based on a very mm. small subset of players. Yeah. So my concern is like Sony's doing the same thing. Mm. They're saying, cool, you can design this, but it's going to require this SSD that only the PlayStation 5 has. Yeah. PCs don't have it. Yeah. Or not yet not at yet, least. Yeah. But the most important is the Xbox doesn't have it. Mm. So any third-party games that, that are looking at design changes, they have to... They have to program to the to the common denominator. Mm. So, sure, maybe PS5 exclusives will have it, but how big of a design... This is the thing we don't know. How big of a design difference will it make? Will it be something that players actually notice? Mm. Or will it be like, oh, this game doesn't really load that much? Or, yeah. oh, you know... I don't. I'm not a designer, so I don't know. I also have no idea. But like with 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 ray tracing, my thing is, it probably will have an impact. But it's a sort of thing of like the Xbox will have ray tracing. The PlayStation, I said, will have ray will tracing. Have ray tracing. Yeah. Like Hardware now, it makes tracing, sense yeah. to yes design games. Now you're going specifically. Now, now you're yeah. going to see. Now now's the perfect time to buy a ray tracing card or wait for mm. Nvidia's new ones because now games are going to start utilizing yeah. it a lot more. Whereas this sort of high-speed um, SSD, whatever, like Sony has it now. PCs will inevitably get it. Eventually. Eventually. But then you're not going to see these sorts of, like you said, you're not going to see people mm. using this to design the games. No, not, definitely not. Not for a long time, I don't I'm, think. I mean, I'm even worried now about like PCs because now even if you look at Xbox's SSD as the, common, the lowest common denominator, that means everyone playing on PC will have to upgrade to an SSD that outputs that speed. Yeah. Which is already, I mean, I upgraded to an NVMe drive not too long ago and mm. it's not fast enough. Yeah. And that's like top of the range right now. <laughs> like, so it's like, so what do they do for PC players? Yeah. You know, there always has to be this common ground because developers, especially third parties, are looking to sell as many copies of a game. Mm. They're not going to go suddenly, we're not supporting PC or yeah. we're not supporting Xbox because of the SSD. Mm. Like, that just so won't happen. So PS5 exclusives will definitely have 100%, some sort of thing about 100%. But, you know, everyone's going on and on about this SSD, and yes, it it's like phenomenally impressive. Like mm. I didn't expect the thing to be spoken about mostly for this gen to be SSDs. Yeah. Um, but I just wonder if Sony's jumped the gun here a little bit. Yeah. They've designed something so phenomenal and so impressive that only they can use. Yeah. It's interesting though, because like to put it in layman's layman terms, um X like if I put it down, so if you we've seen spec sheets of raw numbers and mm. like the Xbox has this many flippity flops and the PlayStation this whatever. Yeah. But the one thing that stood out to me is like Xbox this week said like here's state of decay to loading and it took five seconds, six mm. seconds, whatever it was. Sony haven't really shown anything besides mm. like that uh Spider Man like mm. going through the city. But he basically said like no low times. Yeah, that, which is, that was impressive. Which is I'm like that's very interesting. Like I want to see that if you put it like that, it's like Xbox Series X. It makes low Xbox times. look okay. PlayStation yeah. Five, no low times. I'm like it's such a silly thing because yeah. at the end of the day, like I can wait five seconds to a minute for mm. a game to load. But there's gamers and just um, it it would be an arguing hardware point. Hardware techs, uh, geeks in general, are like oh my god, like there's no load times. Yeah. I must have that at all. So, but eventually, eventually it will catch up because it's like, eventually, I mean, SSDs—they've had this generational leap over mm. the past few years. But we are, and I don't know if this will happen during this console generation, but we will get to a point where loading times will come back because the assets that are being we'll be loaded in big, will be yeah. too big. Because because SSDs are fast enough now, developers have this room to 
load in like especially when we start getting to like higher res displays like 8k mm. is coming your assets will like jump that in size so much bigger so you'll run into the same issue yeah so i don't know it's all it's all a it's all a you know like horse before the cart thing and yeah. right now ssds are really but, leading this thing but i think we can all agree that this generation is it's uh, fascinating it's, it's so, so cool. interesting and like almost unpredictable to degree whereas I mean, I've I've said and people have said like the jump from PS3 to PS4 and Xbox 360 to Xbox One was like, yeah, there's more raw power, mm. but it didn't really change the way games are made. Yes. Like not to my knowledge, like besides no, it, it didn't really innovation know. and like just general game innovation aside. It in felt terms old of, when it yeah, launched. Yeah, like there are games I played in the PS4. I'm like I could have played something like this on my ps3 mm, whereas mm. the jump from ps1 to ps2 and ps2 to ps3 was like holy shit like what a jump yeah it's huge i think we finally ps4 to ps5 and xbox one to xbox series x is going to be like wow like, i think this so yeah is changing games, i think people so. underplayed it about a year ago where they're yeah. like oh it's just going to be prettier games i think we're now seeing the fruits of like i think both microsoft and sony are pushing the envelope mm, yeah. Um, yeah and i'm very excited about both consoles yeah. i think both look phenomenal mm. um so yeah, uh, that was basically the gist <laughs> that, of that. That was news this week. Nothing else happened. No, yeah, kidding. but yo, that it, there was a lot. Yeah, there was a lot. I, as I said, go go read Digital Foundry stuff for all the nitty gritty details. Oh my god, <laughs> I chose this picture here on Gamespot, and I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> I need Mark Stinney to read me to sleep every night. Man, it it was so soothing listening to him. Like the thing is, like a lot of people said that the talk was like boring or not consumer facing, but I was busy working, listening on the side. It was actually really fascinating. Oh, it's fascinating. Like, yeah. I don't know if that's just me being a nerd, but he's explaining how shit works. Like, mm. oh. He, he he got so nitty gritty though. He got like, super technical. Where, especially when he got to the audio. That that was another big thing was like, Sony's looking at audio solutions that if you have stereo headsets, will be able to project like 3d audio very mm. realistic which is awesome that's like, very that's cool. really cool i even use example of like tv speakers of like yeah. even that to a degree very very cool stuff figure out that it's like 3d audio yeah. which is incredible not everyone's got a home theater no so. and, and sound is such a i think it's such an under part it's such game, an, yeah. an underappreciated part of games as well where i do think as the average consumer if i watched a playstation presentation like because he did uh, fr- uh, phrase it like, well, we looked at our PlayStation and he's like, what is another area we could really focus in? Mm. And he mentioned audio and I'm like, the average person's not going to give a shit. Like mm. maybe that's mm. the wrong thing to say. But having played countless games with really good sound and like a decent headset. Like, that's the thing. You, it's so ex- You like, can tell immediately when a game yeah. is bad audio versus good. Like, like I, I'm so glad you used the example of Dead Space because mm. I'm like, that's still one of the best examples of how audio can completely change a game. I mean, like every battlefield for the yeah. last few years is such a good example. You feel like you're in a war because the way the, audio the bullets ricochet and so, the explosions, yeah. the planes, it's incredible. It's the same with the actually Modern Warfare, the, the current iteration. Yeah, they, they put a lot of... sound design is mm, phenomenal. Like, so really good. I'm not at all going to scoff at... Oh yeah, I bet it. I bet it sound for more people. You know, like a wider range of average headsets getting better sound. That's mm. an awesome feature. Um, yeah. But just like as an example, he went into the nitty gritty of like <laughs> signal processing. He even spoke about Fourier transforms. And I'm like, I'm like getting flashbacks to third year engineering. Like, oh my god, <laughs> my only- what, how is he going into this much detail? Like, what? what? Yeah, but people gave him shit. But I think like the talk was very interesting, and I think he he came across very monotone, maybe because it's 
it's a very technical thing. He didn't miss but a hitch though. Like, no, I think his voice, <clears throat> like his voice, is like surprisingly soothing. It's soothing, and he he doesn't he conveys enthusiasm about very technical things, and he doesn't miss a beat. It's yeah. like it was the thing that really was funny about that was the fake audience members. Like, what the fuck are you doing? No, but it wasn't fake audience though. It was. It was pre-recorded. No way. It's because I. Well, wait. It depends. Did they overlay like? Yes. Ah, uh, okay. So you were speaking to no one. Okay, you were speaking to no that one. That I didn't get. You were speaking to no one, and they animated those audience members. What are they doing? <laughs> okay, because I was Adam, and people were like sharing these fake audience members, like. Hey, I saw a dude take his glasses off and clean them during the no, presentation. No, because this was meant to be presented at GDC, uh, okay. so they pre-recorded this. That is hilarious. Okay, I didn't know that. What the fuck? In that context, that is hilarious. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> um, other news. I don't know. There wasn't. I don't know. Mm, that, that like really dominated the. They, yeah, there there wasn't much else outside of that. Um, <clears throat> that I can recall off the top of my head that was like super important i just know that um squeenix is uh warning people in a lot of regions about physical copies of final fantasy 10 potentially being delayed by retailers because of oh boy you know corona yeah um so if you're super worried about that digital is definitely the way to go to get yeah. it on release day um what else there were there were a lot of review embargoes that dropped this week so animal crossing reviewed very well doom eternal doom. reviewed very well persona 5 royal is got like a 96 on metacritic at the moment so oh, yeah, i saw that yeah play play persona 5 because it's freaking good um, look corona is terrifying but there's never been a better time to be a gamer there's so much good especially shit to persona play. you've got a hundred hour game just sitting <laughs> in front of you just yeah. play the shit out of the and it's also like a game about social like being social, so what, yeah, what better time? I think that's, yeah, I, I'm pretty happy with just talking about the consoles yeah. this week. Um, we're also like super over time. So Wait, what are we on there? <laughs> like 140. <laughs> Holy shit, okay. Yeah, let's, let's fly through these questions. Oh my gosh. We if so you want to send us questions, you can email us at checkpointchatpodcast.gmail.com. You can also message us on all the social platforms at checkpointchats on Instagram, Twitter, uh, facebook.com slash checkpoint chat every single one okay. even tiktok even t- oh my god can message me on my that tiktok, TikTok i sent you yesterday was so good i loved it so much when the cat hits the ball they're like ah the, no! the guy's just like no no oh wait oh wait oh, my favorites when so the it's basically like you know an, an incredible machine yes in incredible like machine where, domino thing yeah you know? like a board drops and it rolls and it but like in the biggest dominoes. house I've ever seen yeah well, so it's obviously a dad and kids like bored mm. out of their minds doing some shits and then the ball gets to the top of stairs and a cat like grabs it they're like oh no he screwed it up but yeah. then the cat hits it down the stairs and, and the ball ends up in bouncing bowl. into the ball they're trying to hit. My favorite's when it lands in the ball. He goes crazy. The phone's just like, The ah! fucking freak out. They're just like, oh my God. That, that's the sort of thing that will never happen again. No. Like the cat's <laughs> interference. I went through so many emotions watching that video. God damn. Yeah. Okay, so. TikTok is a blessing. It is such a blessing. There's a lot of shit in it, but there's a lot of. Yeah. I mean, a lot of yeah, bad shit, a lot of good shit. There's some well. good stuff there. I know. Oh my God, Instagram does this to me. Okay, so first question from Cello ZA. Cello. Are you guys committed to social distancing and sitting far away from each other? We have a meter gap and we have plans to do remote, remote recording. Yeah. Yeah, we're obviously going to monitor the situation. We don't want to be stupid. I can't hug Matty when you're No, no handshakes. Mm. You did hand me my copy of Animal Crossing and I rubbed <gasps> it all over my face. So <laughs> I did it. I licked that. it. As oh, well. no. Okay, next question. What is your perfect boys' night? What happens, etc.? Hmm. Hmm. I remember years ago, 
one of my favorite things to do uh, when Gareth lived, like this is a long time ago, like maybe eight years ago, like I don't know. We had a couple of times where we literally got together, we played poker, smoked cigars and drank whiskey. It like literally happened once or twice. And it's proper sophisticated. And like I've, I've never been a smoker like in my whole life. But Cigars I, are good. I'll never say no to a cigar. Like that's something that introduced me to it and like I, I can appreciate a good cigar. That sounds just, like a really cool Yeah, night. so just playing poker, smoking cigars and drinking like, like playing nice for money whiskey. or just playing for fun? No, just for fun. Um, and I really enjoyed that sort of boys' nights. Okay. Um, or, you know, just good old gaming online mm. you ever go wrong with that so. i like going to local mcginty's having mm. some beers um, yeah and just chilling just like i think that's that's really it is if as long as there's room to like speak yeah. shit that, maybe that, have that's a all that's all having or, like a bra like yeah bra's are really fun i just really enjoy just like sitting down and talking shit especially a lot of my friends are in cape town so we do it very infrequently and i really enjoy it yeah okay next question from jeff i don't know how to say his name is it chisnel chisnel hmm Jeff to Chesnel, he's Moon, uh, moon Cave. Is it Chrisnel? There's a C H. Let us know how you pronounce your, tell us. your you surname. Can, you can tell me. I, I hate getting people's <laughs> names wrong. It says, How much toilet paper do you have in the cupboard? I have not gone crazy with toilet paper, and I'm like wondering if I should. I feel very sorry, though, for people who legitimately just have run out of toilet paper. Yeah, <laughs> and, sure. and they walk out the store, people are like, Hey, what are you doing with all that? Well, I mean, you're buying one packet, so no one's going to give you shit, mm. but. It's actually but yeah, funny. what if you go in and you really need toilet paper and there's just like there's nothing. nothing? Yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? I just don't understand the toilet paper thing. I, I'm, I'm also like, yeah, I get it. Like, the, it be sorry, the pun. Like, it will be pretty shit if you run out of toilet paper. But hey, but there are worse things. Like, you could run of run out of I don't know, like, like food. food or water. Like, yeah, there, I, there's so many other like things. Yeah, up there is the main thing. Okay, can I just comment on that? Self isolating. The snacking I've done at home has gone up. It's dangerous, yeah. Holy hell. I do not eat nearly that much at work. Yeah. So <laughs> the main thing for me is tea. Like I I have tea with very little sugar, but just the volume of tea I'm having is like a problem. Yeah. Shit. Next Mainly push. because the tea at work is shit. So I don't know. <laughs> I miss the coffee at work. Like I miss having a Seattle coffee. Mm, Seattle coffee. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Kiss it goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Best underscore bash is what is your favorite Ori Will of the Wisps ability? Uh, I haven't ability, played yet. So uh, this ability, is all you. Ability build. Okay, so I haven't finished the game, but um, I presume you know you get access to. You've got your default like melee weapon, but you get access mm-hmm. to like a bow and mm-hmm. a shuriken and like a spear of light. Like, there's a lot you can actually uh, equip and interchange between. Um, I quite the, the bow. While I think it doesn't do a lot of damage, maybe because I don't have, um, I haven't like upgraded it or anything, it's very satisfying to use. I must okay. actually clip out. There's a Twitch video I want to clip out where you get combat trials in the game, <gasps> where it's like, yeah, it's it's awesome. So you like activate a shrine, you have to kill a whole lot of enemies, <gasps> and you get a reward. Oh, this is my jam. Okay, so it's really cool. And doing those combat trials, like. It's very satisfying to like hit an enemy, dodge away, shoot them with an arrow, oh, dodge damn. back and do damage. So stuff like that I really enjoy, but I haven't really unlocked everything yet. So I can't tell you what's like an option. Did you ever play, if you played Bastion? Um, I played like an hour. I just never got into, like it was one of those things of like, I not enjoy it, but then I got distracted. It's like one of my favorite, <clears throat> like platformer 2D, what, you know, mm. that sort of game, like bows yeah. and arrows, because it's just got a great feel to it. Yeah. 
So I'm hoping that Ori's the same. Ori's like the combat they've, when I say that they've put a lot more attention into the combat they really have. Like mm. it, it's incredible. And like I'm thrilled that they put combat rounds because it is a thing of like, hey, like here's trials, an opportunity yeah. for you to get go through this gauntlet of enemies. I, I love that stuff because I feel like it highlights possibilities with weapons that you didn't mm. think about. Like, well, yeah. good combat trials. Yeah. yeah. Okay, next question also from Bester. Any oldie but goodie games to play in isolation? Hmm. Oldie games? Well, Black I, Mesa. <laughs> Black Mesa is great. I was telling Alessandra I, on the, the Switch, the SNES emulator, I've started playing A Link to the Past. Mm, it's good. Um, which is like just an old school Zelda. And I still need to finish it. I, I actually need to look it up if it came out before or after Link's Awakening because there's a lot of. No, it came out. Came out before. Is it before? Yeah. Because it there's a it lot like of ninety one. Okay, so there's a lot of similarity there, but Link's Awakening is great. Yeah. So I'm really enjoying. I mean, I've played like an hour. I still need to finish half. Link's Awakening as well. Yeah. But so I played like an hour, an hour and a half, and just that itch was there. I'm like, ooh, like I actually want to keep playing this and finish mm. this game now. Because I, I, I think I started up like literally one day I was sleeping in, lying in bed, and I was like, mm. oh, I haven't used my Switch for a while. Let me play something and i started it and like an hour later i was like huh i could really yeah yeah i could really get into i think i i played i think the first dungeon i've beaten the first boss Mm. um so it's it's good i really really like it yeah okay last question from bester how to survive remote working around all in-law family members oh god um (laughs) so i i've isolated myself in a room that is not my bedroom but that is also away from everyone else but i think it's nice that the rest of my family is working as well, so they do mm. the same. So the house is actually pretty quiet during the day. But it says in-law family members. Uh, in-law. So like, have you been visiting? I mean, you're not self-isolating with Shani, for example. No, so that would drive me insane. I mean, I so I suppose I, I could answer this because I live in a cottage on my in-law's property. Mm. And it's actually been, well, the difference, I guess, is that but I really- But you've been living there for a while. Yeah, now, I so. really like my in-laws. Mm. And it's actually been really nice. Like, we've been forced to- I've, I was telling you before the show, like, they, they're really suffering from cabin fever. Yeah, really. shame. Um, but it's it's been a lot of fun just, like, Because they're very together. social. Just, they, like, they, knowing, knowing them tangentially. And parents love interacting yeah, with people. They love going out, yeah. Um So it's been an interesting adjustment for them. But it's been really nice in that, like, we've we've often had meals together, that sort of thing. Like, we oh, do- cool. we do generally but it feels like this week more so like we've just been having meals together and stuff and i'm working at home um like (laughs) yesterday's a good example i was busy working and then my father-in-law tom came down he's like do you have lunch i'm like no i've got some lunch he's like oh but i'm making a pie and i can't possibly (gasps) finish it all by myself would you like to share it with me no he like warmed up like a woolly's pie oh yummy it's like i can't possibly finish it myself would you like to share it with me i was like this is a perk of living here like, <laughs> this is a good in-law that i get I like, fed <laughs> i get fed so like i haven't i don't have any advice other than have nice in-laws <laughs> you know or i don't know choose wisely choose wisely yeah because that's all we have over on instagram did we get any emails i think we did oh boy let me just refresh here i'd never got around to seeing oh boy we have a lot from mix what are we on there 150 150 okay let's see let me let me just check twitter quickly because i think we had one or two on twitter that should we answer twitter and leave migs for next week for next week unless there's any pertinent ones okay let me let me skim through so over on twitter we have from deathbox that says what's the choice lads did you see this image here 
You can only oh, choose no. two smells, okay? Two smells. Okay, read One. out the smells. One, fresh cut grass. Mm-hmm. Two, homemade bread. Mm-hmm. Three, strong coffee. Four, mm. lime dried sheets. Five, dark chocolates. Mm. Six, garden dirt. Mm. Seven, campfire. Eight, brownies baking. Ooh. Nine, this one I found so interesting, chlorine. <laughs> hmm, interesting. Ten, baby snuggles. Baby what? Baby snuggles. Fuck like off. babies have a smell. Okay. <laughs> Get the baby away. Eleven, apple pie. Ooh. Twelve, banana, banana boat sunscreen. Like, I don't know what the hell that is. We'll replace it with banana bread. Banana. Mm. 13, new books. <gasps> 15, Shit. fresh towels. 15, fresh what? Fresh towels. Oh, t- like, I thought you said fresh hell. And I was like, fresh hell. <laughs> 15, leather boots. Ooh. 16, right before it rains. Ooh. So there's some real good ones here. And I think I, think I looked at this mm. and I thought, hmm. One thing I love is... One smell I really love is when you walk into a coffee shop, you can yeah. hit that with that smell. No, that, that's an auto. So an strong auto coffee, I think, is one yeah. I would 100% choose. The smell of coffee is like heavenly. It's mm. um, And then just, just to entice me and make me hungry, I love the smell of like freshly baked bread. Well, we're the same person. I, really? I think I was going <laughs> to... It, it was between the, the bread and the freshly cut grass. Yeah. Look, so like I like fresh cut grass and right before rains... Like if I don't you, like that smell. If, like I don't. I, I like that smell. But if if the option was like the smell after it rains, yeah, I prefer there's a much big after, difference. Yeah. I prefer that. So before yeah. it's like that ammonia smell, and I'm not a huge fan like, of that. Like, <laughs> but yeah, fresh bread, fresh banana bread. Oh my lord! Right down. Um, but yeah, freshly cut grass is good. But yeah, coffee is a no no brainer for me. Like, yeah, coffee is one of the best smelling things in the world. Yeah, so good. Okay, let's answer one Meg's question because there are seven, and we'll save the other six for next. Send week. us your two best smells out of that list. Yeah, damn. Yeah, sorry, Meg. We, we've actually God. run out of like we are severely over. So I'm just gonna do yeah. one of your questions. We'll keep them for next week. We won't forget. Don't worry. Okay. All right. So he says first your questions answers. This is fine. Says Matthew, the the nine year nine years is basically how long I had my previous TV for before it got stolen. Uh, Shit, that sucks. That TV was a forty inch, while the new TV is a fifty five inch. Ooh, that's cool. That's a, good that's a nice upgrade. upgrade yeah. Yeah. I, I find fifty five a good size. Yeah, Alessandra, I haven't heard of the term of bias lighting before, and sadly don't have use it. What? What is? But that photo you sent really looked like it looked like bias lighting. Oh. What I'm using instead is a five meter LED strip stuck to the back of the TV. It's remote controlled, so I can change the color at any time. That's basically bias lighting. Okay, well then, Meg, that's you, literally you, bias lighting. You've stumbled. Yeah. You've into- stumbled upon <laughs> one of the greatest tricks in TV TV watching ever. Bias lighting. Yeah, that's literally okay. what it is. And I think we'll, let's let's leave off there because we are severely over. But we will get your questions next week, Meg. Yeah. Don't you worry. If yeah. you want to send us questions like Megs did and we never read them, but we'll read them next we all, week. Don't you worry. Because <laughs> we just severely over time this yeah, week. We, we spoke um, so much shit this week. Yeah. It was fun though. It was good. Um, you can send us a question at checkpointchatpodcast at gmail.com uh, via email and then at checkpointchat on all the social platforms. Send yeah. us questions whenever you like. Yeah. Uh, DMs are always open. Um, send us your Animal Crossing Islands. Show us what yeah. fruits... You are growing. Uh, send us your. I think there's a so there's a switch code, and then there's an island code called a dodo code. Mm-hmm. So send us your dodo codes. Yeah, we'll do visit it, your it. island. Yeah, we'll come steal your your peaches. Your peaches <laughs> and I, destroy your rocks. I, oh my god, not the rocks. <laughs> uh, it's been episode ninety one of Checkpoint Chat. Your longest episode in existence. Yeah, probably. I think our longest episode yet. Um, 
Maybe. Very fun. Yeah, it's probably Mm. because we're not going to see each other for a while because we're figuring out remote recording now. Let's break this out over a month. Half an hour. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're half an hour every week for a month. We could honestly do that. Uh, Week three. It's like, we've got hot news on the PS5 and Xbox. (laughs) By then, it's probably like, oh, we actually see what the The PS5 looks like. PS5's got a launch date. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, But thank you for listening. Uh, stay safe in self-isolation. Don't touch each other. Don't touch your face. Yeah. Just just be cautious. Because like... Yeah. It's, just be sensible about it's, it. Yeah, like it's weird how some pe- people are just not taking it seriously. Yeah. And like I get it. You think what are the odds of me, there's mm. 200 cases, what are the odds of me catching it? And I get that. But at the end of the day, you can get it and pass it on to someone else. You might not even realize. Exactly. It's not about you catching it. It's about the potential of you spreading it to people who potentially can be life-threatened so by this here's, disease. So here's a, yeah. a, a good example. So Tom, my father-in-law, who very kindly offered to share his power with me, very kind what person, he has diabetes. Mm. And that is classified as a high risk. So mm. if he were to get it, it's going to be real bad. bad. So yeah. think yeah. about Think about any elderly people in your family, grandmothers, mm. grandfathers, who potentially have compromised immune systems or trouble with... Uh, even just general influenza, mm. like, yeah, just be, you can be asymptomatic and not be showing some symptoms, mm. just be cautious. Yeah. Um, don't panic, but I think heed all the warnings yeah. that are going around. Just be cautious. And if, you, if you get bored, just just listen to us. We'll be back every week. So. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Exactly. We're being cautious right now. I'm not touching Maddie on his I'm face gonna, like I usually do. Do you want to drive home in my hazmat? <laughs> Whoa, what? <laughs> Is this when I'm sleeping that I'm yeah, not aware of? It? He's sleeping and I'm just like... <laughs> Well, like Lupin, we be, we've been to E3 together. <laughs> oh, no, we <really? laughs> Yeah, and that's episode 91. Thank you for listening. We'll see Goodbye. you next week. Bye.